Or podcast uh, episode 22. Go- oh, it's really loud. Why you gotta be like that? Because <laughs> you took so long to set it. <laughs> what podcast episode 22 go? Hi, Dylan. Hi, Mason. Hi, Alex. Hi, Dan. God. <laughs> See, I played ball this time. Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, I pre. Hey, new year, new you, baby. Fuck you, Dan. Covering the slack. Fuck you, Mason. Yes. That works. Hey, guys. Hey. Oh, hey. Oh, uh. Happy New Year. It's a new year. <laughs> We're the World Podcast. <laughs> What's going on? Not much. Yeah? 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 Oh, you, just, you guys are hit the I, ground running. I got a story. Oh, okay. Let's story. go into it, oh, yeah. Dylan. So, I left my apartment this morning to... Forever? <laughs> yep. Mm. <laughs> I said goodbye. Close the door. Yep. Cold place clock start playing. <laughs> <laughs> No, so I, I was going to meet my group for a group project, and I exited my door, and my landlord, my new landlord, so I just got a new landlord, like a couple days ago. You can ago. do that? Yeah. You just trade the old one in? <laughs> yeah. They just, like they just trade over the lease. They're like, hey, I'm your landlord now. It's like companions in Fallout. You just send it to this to Sanctuary Hill. <laughs> Go back to Red Rocket. <laughs> the new new one comes in. And it was him, our one of our upstairs neighbors, and some maintenance guy, and they're all looking at me and like... Is your water turned off? What? I, I don't know. I don't use water. I'm doing <laughs> photosynthesis. And I was like, hey, Wendy, is our water turned off? Like, no. I was like, all right, we're going to hit the switch. All right, is it now turned off? I'm like, Wendy, is it turned off? Yeah. Okay. And then our neighbor goes, we've been paying your water for the past four months. Oh. And we're like, uh. Have you not been paying water? No. <laughs> no, but we were. It, that's not on you. That's, that's clearly not no, on you. No, I know you. it's not on me, but like. That was just something new to walk outside and be like, hey. And now you have a water bill. No, we don't. Because in our lease, it says we don't pay water. Oh, sweet. Oh, wow. so, so the landlord. Yeah. Uh, the new landlord is just having a ball all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so apparently what was happening was we didn't have to pay water. The upstairs tenant had to pay water. And our lines are connected. We run off the same meter. You guys poop in the same stream. Yeah. So she was telling us how... She was, I don't know why I said that. Was, I apologize. Don't, I, don't cross the stream. I felt bad as it don't, came out. Don't cross the stream. Alex is racist. <laughs> Mason's a homophobe. And so she goes, oh, we went from paying like $85 a month on water to paying like 200 over the course of a couple months. Hmm. So huh. they're going to have to figure that out. Yeah. She probably should have done something about that earlier. Well, I think it just now happened. She said it was like steadily incrementing like mm. by 10 a month. And then it just jumped to 200. What was the switch wow. turning by a tenth every month? Oh, that doesn't make any sense I at don't all. know. That's what she was saying. Also, that's a crazy high water bill. Even like $80 is insane. Well, nah, Tim and I, we we, we pay about... We, we pay gas and water, though. Okay. So it's, mm-hmm. about, it's about one hundred. Our, our trash pickup and water is about 65 Yeah, We pay... Really? Mm-hmm. Well, we're you? Mine's, mine's... Well, we have gas, and the gas is expensive. Yeah, we don't have gas. Gas is, gas is expensive? Gas was dirt cheap for us. It was like oh, five bucks. We ran the heat. Screws me every month. Oh, okay. You don't run the heat, do you? Well, this was our previous. Welcome podcast. to the Richmond Utility Podcast. <laughs> we talk about our utility bills. <laughs> that's, that's right. In Richmond, Virginia. Um, speaking of Richmond, you guys see that we talked about this already? The ordinance where you can't have indoor furniture outside. No, <laughs> is that in Richmond? Yeah, that's good, good for Richmond. It's a beautifying ordinance. And no more couch. No more porch no couches. More porch no couches. More porch, straight porch couching. <laughs> no more porch couching. So they're getting mad when I call my stupid porch. It's, the record yeah, show. You had this argument. It's, it's, yeah, it's not really a porch. Yeah, a porch. but I call it a porch. I, a porch. I go and I sit with my cup. 
<laughs> no, I <laughs> drink on an old sofa. <laughs> I wish. Did you tell him about how that guy was it a couple of days ago? He was drunk. He came home. He told you to get off his wall or get off his porch. Oh yeah, like there, some guy. Okay, well that was that was a while ago, but next door neighbor. Yeah, I was sitting over there, oh, and he was like, well, "It was like two in the morning." So in his defense, I shouldn't have been sitting on his wall, but also it was a knee high brick wall, and it's on the sidewalk, mm. and I was waiting for someone, and at two in the morning, uh, and. He came in and yelled at me, and that was a very mean thing to do. He wow. said, "He said, get the fuck off my wall." Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! And I said, "Not gonna go on your wall ever again, bitch." I just picked the wall up, <laughs> took it in my yard, sat down, and like, "What now?" <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I don't know. I got people sit on my. This is not what we talk about, but people sit on my stoop a lot, and I, I let them partake. Partake of your stoop. My stoop. <laughs> Kids afraid to leave a stoop. I'm more impressed that my neighbors tolerate me because I am the loudest human being. Like, not, I mean, physically, I'm very loud with my voice, but I stomp everywhere, I slam doors, and I sing when I pee. To cover up the sound of the pee? I don't understand. I don't know why I sing when I that's, I've always done that. I sing wow. when I pee. What do you I, sing? What do you sing? What doesn't he sing? Ah, uh, you know, uh, just. Disturbed. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. Lincoln Park. I like, to go the, I like to go into public bathrooms and as I'm peeing, sing down with the sickness. Wow. Some, some ah. corn. I like lean over and I go, wow. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I do sing like I don't know what to very you're peeing. Very interesting facts. So, um. Hey, I got a game thing. Well, that's what I was going to get. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, do it. Do I it, dish, man. Was recently, it was recently brought to my attention that first weekend after valentine's day there's a thing called magfest yes yep music and games yep. sounds fucking amazing and it's in uh ball maryland no it's, it's, it's in, in somewhere in baltimore. baltimore it's in the harbor i think the rva game jams people go up there nice uh will blend did a speech up there last year uh, he hosted his game up there yeah or something so cool. one of the, uh, there's a pretty established team of guys in richmond that go up there and then just kill it but it sounds amazing yeah i really want to go this year so well, what? So it's a um, it's an independent game festival. Uh, yeah, games and music. Have and you heard of it? I've heard of it. I'm uh, not super familiar with it. I only but I have read. read I read. It's one of those things that when you when you go to some of the websites that like you do to follow gaming news, they'll mention. Oh, the <laughs> first time we like you do. Um, they'll be like, oh yeah, we first heard about this Porn at Hulk. Magfest in Magfest. 2012 or whatever. Yeah, well, it Something seems like, like Magfest has had a, a a good amount of momentum every year. Where yeah. I see it. Like I, I, the first time I heard about it was when we did the first game. I hadn't heard about it before that, and then I, I catch it every once in a while more and more. But it's funny to see you. Um, so is it is it like um is it like an E three for indie games sort of I'm thing? Sure. It's uh, not like an E. It's more like a PAX. I think it's more like okay. A, it's a com- it's a community convention. It's not like a um. It's like Indiecade. Have you heard of okay. Indiecade? Uh, vaguely. Very trade show. You know what Penny like, Arcade Expo is? Yeah. It's very similar to that. Yeah. I've never been, so I don't know. I'm I'm going to guess like trade show floor setup kind of people have tables and booths yep showing um, what their what their development house is working on and trying to um, get emails usually yeah it was um it was pitched to me by a drunk brain surfer person on new year's and who um <laughs> stacy stacy here's the shout out for you Who's uh, stacy garrett second year um anyway does she go to magfest apparently every year apparently it's a blast she, she is magfest does she do does she make games <laughs> uh no no oh. just a fan Mm. Um, is this like a is this like a cosplay thing? Like, do people go dressed up? I don't know. No, so. I think it's no. more focused on the music and playing. Games it's probably like the yeah, Comic Con, but instead of focusing on the comic book cultures. Well, that's what I was thinking about with Comic Con because yeah. you look at Comic Con and everybody dresses I like Pokemon and shit. Apparently, 
kind of like the thing coming up at the end of January that I just saw on Facebook. They just have a oh, room yes. full of arcade cabinets. Oh, you're talking you about the thing like, at Hardywood? You see yes, this? Yes, I cannot It's going to be wait. fucking awesome. January 30th, Hardywood is bringing in a bunch of pinball machines and that's vintage great, arcades. Yeah. And just putting it on free play all day. I'm more excited about the pinball machines, dude. I love pinball. I think that's going to be awesome. Uh, pinball. It's going to be great. Oh, but pinball and beer? Like, what? That's like what you're supposed to do when you play pinball. Right. And that whole scene, like, ended before I was, like, of age where I was drinking yeah. out regularly. Oh, yeah. What, um... That sounds awesome. Do they have a list of, like, what's going to be there? It's just people are bringing their own, I think. No, they're no. they're actually going to have them arranged ahead of time. Oh. I think what you're yeah. thinking of, someone was saying, if you have one that you... Oh, I did see that post. Yeah. Wait, did you see when I saw Because I saw it. Oh. I, saw, I checked out, like, a, a couple hours ago. Sean, uh, from the guy that we made Arbo with. Mm-hmm. He's posted something about it. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I was actually at Hardywood last night. They uh, had a bunch of live music, which was awesome. But we went by Hello, uh, yeah, it was man. it was totally spontaneous. <laughs> we went to see a movie and it was like what did you see? uh went to see Sisters. Was with, it any good? It was disappointing. Aww. Everyone I hear the same that's thing. Such I, I've come to expect great things out of both Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. I love I them both. Amy Poehler's book in here yep. somewhere. I just read it. And uh Tina Fey's book, Bossy Pants. I love Bossy Pants. Great. I love Bossy Pants. Um, I have it if you want to borrow it. Uh, but I, it was very tropey and predictable, and it, it made me giggle, but it didn't really. Now, go Dan beyond. giggling. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. That's something uh, I My favorite, no, actually, my favorite part of it, in the row right in front of us, were these, I would say, maybe like. 65 to 75 year old women. Yeah. Were just, was they, were, hats they, were, they were, they were just, they were just losing their shit the whole time. And really? I loved it. That's it was, awesome. They were that's, laughing that's their great. asses off. And it's it was a pretty raunchy comedy great. too, right? It is pretty raunchy. I think honestly, so I was talking about this with, with Kelly, my, wife. my wife, um, my wife. Mason's wife. Br- bringing it back. That's right. Um, my He's thought man. was, I was, I feel kind of in, the like middle generation for this movie. I feel like if I were either in high school still or in my forties, I would have gotten two very different things, but I would have connected with the movie more because it a lot of it over relies overly on the nostalgia of like crazy high school parties, right. but it's like we're 40 and Oh, our parents are selling our house that we grew up in. And we had great parties when we were in high school. Remember how great they were. Let's do that again. And that's pretty much the premise of the movie. And, um, and so being at an age where I'm like, I'm not overly nostalgic to go back to that point, but I'm not in that high school mode right now. It kind of just felt eh, not not quite for me. So what did you, Oh, go ahead. Well, I wanted to say like, also who has that nostalgia? I didn't go to parties in high school. Oh, I didn't either. Um, and that was the other thing is like, I, I've come to expect, I don't know. Tina Fey's character, Tina Fey plays like the, the bad sister. Yeah. And Amy Poehler is the good sister. Because in their last comedy they did together, it was the other way around. Right. And Tina Fey, to me, I, I, I find her more enjoyable when she's playing either the the straight person role, like Liz Lemon or, um, or, or like a more sophisticated role, like uh, I think her weekend update position is kind of where I like. Yeah, like or even like commentary. I really like. Uh, I don't. Rem- I don't even remember the name of it. Um, but I think it was a movie that she was in with Steve Carell. Oh, the date night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where where I'm like, okay, this isn't this is Tina Fey showing herself as being like that was okay. a weird movie. Yeah, though. but that it was it was all right. But, but in terms right. of her character, in terms of whom she was playing in that movie. 
I think that to me, that's a little more what I like to see Tina Fey play mm-hmm. um, because she just, she seemed out of place in this, like, you know, I'm 42 and my whole life has been nothing but a series of fuck ups. And now I'm homeless and need a place to stay. And my, my 18 year old daughter, <clears throat> you know, doesn't respect me and shit like that. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. It just doesn't fit Tina Fey. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I thought the main yeah. criticism of that movie was going to be. Yeah. Though the funniest thing I saw of that movie, and it was in the trailer, was when they're having the party. And do they just have one party? Or do they have like a series They have one party. Okay. Is during the party, she like sidles up to this jack dude that's like 6'6". Six, six. Yes. And she's, and she's talking to him and he just goes, my safe word is don't stop. Yes. Oh, that's it was, I thought that was, was the best. There, there, there were, there were really humorous like one-liners like that yeah. throughout the movie, um, but it just never the actual plot just never gelled, and so it just kind of felt like a series of one-liners. Um, and the acting performance from the characters that played their parents were it was just terrible. Mm. Um, and so I don't know. It had some some SNL alums like I I've always loved Rachel Dratch, and she was humorous. Um, uh, and there were there were a bunch of other ones, but it was it was all right. I, w- I would say it's worth watching when it comes to Netflix. We'll put it that way. Okay, don't I rush find, out I to see it in the, in, the, in the theater. Fair. Thinking that more and more with a lot of movies that come out. Well, yeah, that's like, one of well, the reasons I don't go to the movies a lot. I think that's why. Like, yeah. But I still, I genuinely like love the experience of even when the movie's like disappointing. I still love going to the movies. I do too. But I do think when I go to the movies, like the stakes are so much higher for the movie to be good. Yeah. That if I just saw it on TV or Netflix. That's true, and there are movies that I will watch, and I will watch from start to finish that I would never go like. Yes. Uh, uh, I watched that The Descendants movie with George Clooney. Oh, I loved that. It was great. And Fantastic like, if I had known movie. it was that good, I would have seen it in theaters. See, that's the kind of movie I would like to go see in theaters, but I always end up. That's the kind of movie missing, you would see at um, one yeah. of those art house theaters. Though. Right. Exactly. Right. What was it called? Uh, well, there's the Criterion part at Bowtie. At Bowtie, but what was the one in Charlottesville? Oh, Shit. at at Vinegar Hill. Vinegar Hill. But that's closed Vinegar now. Hill. And it's closed. Um, but um, yeah. Uh, but apparently the new theater downtown in Charlottesville. Parents just saw Star Wars there and said it, it was yeah. fucking right. Well, and they're going to start there's a bar there's in it. Show, there's a, there's a, a bar with keg, keg wine. Yeah, we need to. Yeah. Uh, hey, you don't know about Charlottesville. Well, no, we, we just shut up. This ain't Charlottesville. You ain't nothing. But apparently they're going to be showing like I've been to the white spot. I've been in the white spot. What are you? Why? What have you been because, to the white because, spot? No, no, no. no in, like, in why has Alex been to the white spot? What time What time did you go to the white spot? Like the like morning. Year. So there's context for this. Wait. Um, do you have friends that went like, to UVA? I was in a fraternity in college. Right. The fraternity was the morning, at UVA. Gotcha. The morning, like, Naturally. 2 a.m. morning? Or, like, like 7 a.m. in the morning. What? Yeah, see that? It's like you when you say you went to white little, little, little John's. Okay, you know, like, little John's. Oh, like, 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 six or seven. Well, I don't know. To me, Little John's is, like, 2 a.m. When you have 20 hungover ass fraternity brothers who are about to go spend five hours like doing some bullshit ass initiation rituals you gotta get food in their stomach that's true yeah. is this what kind of food because otherwise when you stuff uh, that goldfish the, up the your ass you'll, yeah. just, you'll, you'll it, just vomit all you, over you the place you gotta be able to shit really um it, gus burger it's burger with an egg on it very simple that's all they serve no but that's like that's like they have it's a greasy and cream okay. which is yeah. two donuts and ice cream Charlottesville has a, (laughs) for those listening who may not be familiar with Charlottesville, Virginia, has a great food scene. The places we are currently discussing, however, are not 
Oh, come on. It's a hole in the wall, which hole in the wall usually yeah, it's been around. It's, 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 anywhere on the corner to eat. it's been there since my grandfather got kicked out of UVA. Yeah. <laughs> Put it that way. That's some cred right there, Mason. Yeah. It's been there since my grandfather got kicked out. I don't know the whole story. All I know is that my grandfather at one point tried to. Did I tell you the story? I did on New Year's. Yeah, he tried to impress a girl at a party <laughs> right. by taking a, a knitting or not a knitting needle. Oh my god, a needle and putting it through his entire arm. Oh god. Yeah, he's not. A, so that's what got him kicked out. No, no, no. But my grandfather. <laughs> Yo, this, this, is just, so this is just a fantastic anecdote <laughs> since we brought up his grandfather that everyone needs he's to amazing. hear. He's but you would never guess that because he's like super well spoken and he's had like a successful business career, whatever, done very yeah. well for himself. Whatever. He was never a raging. No, nah, nah. well, apparently he, got, he did something. <laughs> College too. But dark. then he, so he, he's a huge ODU fan because he went to ODU when he got kicked out and graduated from ODU. Was so, Old Dominion. Old Dominion. It's in Norfolk. In Africa. Um, I saw Nightcrawler last night. It's good, man. Jake Jones. Yeah, Wendy uh, and I were like, "What's it? Oh, do you know what it's about?" Uh, vaguely. Mm. All right, so I guess there's this thing called night crawling where, like, uh, freelance cameramen go and record crimes and shootings yeah. and stuff, and they sell it to news anchors. I knew it's, it was I knew it was related to news media. I just on, couldn't remember hey, exactly what. We're going to tackle the it bleeds, it leads yeah. paradigm. Mm. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's that's how I'd sum it up. And, and like, and like well, let's the, explore that. Yeah, and the yeah. character, like, his correspondent in the, the news station that he sells it to, she is, like, kind of more of a caricature of that ideal. Like the extreme that she goes to like, no, we need this. Or like, I'm going to keep buying these from you. Despite the fact that he keeps doing these atrocious things to get the mm. footage. Oh, is he, is he the one committing the acts? No. Well, not until the very end. Okay. So it kind of builds over time. Mm. So like at one point he has a competitor and then he takes the competitor out, um, yeah. like cuts his brake lines oh, to take out the competitor. And then it goes more and more. I would see it. It's good. I, I've heard mixed reviews but that generally they were generally positive it's kind um, of movie that you watch you're like i need a shower yeah <laughs> i guess I'd, I'd, I'd i don't i don't do a ton of suspense movies um that that kind of gritty suspense thing uh i don't watch I have a to, ton like, of them mentally prepare myself for something like that yeah I, I get that exhaust same with like horror movies where they do wear me out yeah um you ever see phone booth Oh, I love yeah, that movie. That's a good no. movie with Tom Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yeah. Oh, I watched that movie way too young. So did yeah. I. I feel like... Yeah, same. Uh, I remember it coming out. What year did that come out? Oh, it was like early 2000s. Yeah, I was in, yeah. Coll- I was in college, so I think it was like 2005. So you know it's old. So you know it's old. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, it was, I, think, I think it was like my sophomore <laughs> year of college, so it would have been like 2004, 2005. It's, uh, that's a cool movie. Have you seen Seven Psychopaths? Speaking of Colin Farrell movies that are good. Seven Psychopaths? No. That's, like, that's a great movie. Is that a sequel to Seven Monkeys? It's, it's from the guy that made In Bruges. You seen In Bruges? No. In, in I'm Bruges. sorry, what? In Bruges. I haven't seen it. In Bruges? Bits and pieces. In Bruges. I think it's in... It's in Bruges. It's in Bruges. Whatever. Embellish? I don't know. It's good. So... Atonement? What'd you think of Nightcrawler? You like I liked it. it. I, and I liked how the ending was like... You kind of sat there and was like, oh, it's over? Oh, I like that. Yeah, I, love I, I like that, that too. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, all right, I guess I'll get up and move on with my life. Shower first. You watch any movies, Alex? He saw Sisters. Um, he saw Nightcrawler. So we can see the personality difference there. This will be very, very illuminating then. I watched, for the bajillionth time, Big Hero 6. And then... That movie's... Wait, where's Baymax? But he's in here somewhere. He's right here somewhere. Um, there and and Netflix... Did you say fuck that movie? Yeah. About Big Hero 6? Get the fuck out of here. That movie was good up until the point it turned into a generic superhero movie. Dylan, I haven't. No seen it yet. movie will ever meet your standard. Uh, 
Gosh. What's your favorite movie, Dylan? All right, so I had to be. I was asked. No, no, this. I want to hear what he. Sorry. Do your oh. spiel, and then we'll hear. We'll hear Dylan's favorite um, movie. So Big Hero Six, and then Disney just put a collection of shorts on Netflix. It's uh, like six or seven of the shorts that usually come paired with larger feature movies. Um, and it's it's fucking magical. Like yeah. the Pixar. So Disney yeah, animation. Disney animation series. Yeah. yeah. The, pre, the pre-roll um, movies. Are they ones like, that have already been seen, or are they new um, ones? A couple of them are new, and a couple have already been seen. Isn't Big Hero Six is the one with the dog? Yes, it, that was yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. I could watch. That Feast. was so. Good. Have you seen the one, one loop till the day? I it's die. so good. Yeah. The one yeah. with the uh, the paper the air, the paper airplane. That one's awesome. And the the oh couple yeah, the of black, yeah. black and white. Yeah. That was in there too. That one's called Paperman. Yeah. Paperman. Yeah. Paperman. Yes. Yeah. That one was fantastic. Yeah, that was the I love first that time movie. I've seen that. What was oh, that it's fantastic. With? What's the first one you saw? I don't know what it was paired with. Oh, that one was paired with the first one I ever saw. It was either Toy Story three or Wreck It Ralph. I think it was. I think it. Oh, I thought it was Toy Story three. I saw Toy Story three, but I didn't see Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. Um, the first one I ever saw was the Pixar one with the lamb. Yeah, Luxo Jr. Yeah. That one, okay, that's back. the first one that technically saw, but like, what's the first, okay, what's right, the second so, one? Wait, what's the first one ever? The first, oh, okay, the, so the, the chess the one. The chess one's the one that sticks out to me is like, that's like, when I think of those, I think of the chess one. Yeah. Yeah. The guy playing chess. That, that was Bugs Life. Bugs Life, yeah. The mm. one. God, is that what movie that was? Mm-hmm. Wow. Remember the bird wow. one? Wow. A long time ago. Line. Yeah. I was well, that was Monster Inc. No. What was Bird Finding Nemo. Incredibles was the Jackalope. Yeah, I, that was cool. Jackalope. I didn't see. I don't remember that. I saw Incredibles in the theater. I don't I remember. Don't That's like, that wasn't one was like sing songy. I don't remember yeah, that it's, one it's, about the bound. I might remember We're if I saw the Incredibles for the first time. I met you. Really? Yeah. That sounds about right. Incredibles is a great movie. movie. That's how I knew it was fantastic true. movie. Yeah. So Dylan, we can talk about your favorite movie now. So I had to be asked this for my screenwriting class. He's like, "All right, pick your three best movies that you would defend," and I picked Toy Story three. Lego movie, and then Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind. Okay. Those nice. are all great I films. I can't argue with those. Those nope. are great. All great films. Um, I like all those. Particularly the writing, if it's a screenwriting class. I mean, those are those are all well-written films. Yeah. And he was picking out a lot of people being like, the things that you like about these movies is not the writing. Because I talked about yes. Eternal Sunshine, about the uh, a scene where they're in the beach house, and it's crumpling, mm-hmm. yeah. and all the sand and surf is coming oh. into the beach house, and he's, like, kicking it around. Yep. He's like, that has nothing to do with the writing. Nope. That's just how they shot that scene. Yep. <laughs> well, but, I mean, it's still building this, this the world, the cool thing about that movie is, um, from start to finish, and it's what I really like about Black Mirror, each episode of Black Mirror. You guys seen Black Mirror? Yeah, yeah. Black Mirror, Black Mirror? No, but you've seen Mirror, Or Twilight Zone. You've seen Twilight Zone, yeah. haven't you? Okay. Or Twilight um, no, <laughs> these episodes, these movies, they establish a world, they set the rules, and they play within them. And then when it's done, yeah, you feel like that world's bigger than it. Yeah. I always think that's so impressive. No, yeah. Eternal Sunshine mm-hmm. nails it. And also, they um they do something really well. It's like you have no idea what's going on the first fifteen minutes of that movie. Yeah, and so they like have a lot of trust in the audience to try to figure things out. Yep, I think a lot of people were turned off by that movie though because of that. Sure. Well, you know, and that movie did not. Mean? That movie did not hit when it came out. I feel what? like it's become. It did with certain yeah. cultures, though, like that, well, or, or, or cult cult subcultures. And that's that's the thing with. I mean, any of any media that really is t- typically truly great, um, you see it in fine art, you see it in music, you see it in movies, uh, in cinema. The the greatest things do tend to be less well received because. They are not for the masses. They are for specific people who are looking for specific things. And, you know, it's it's not typically something that your big blockbuster is going to appeal to. And that's not to say that... The- well, but that's not entirely... I mean, I think that there are movies that 
I mean, I think you're right. I think that's how cult classics well, sure. kind of thing. That's why, you know, there are movies that I think have legs, like yeah. that movie that, that, that resonate over time. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that people rush out to spend their money on, and it's it's pop music, not indie music. Ugh. It's Mel Bay film. Mel, 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 Mel Brooks? Mel Brooks. Mel no. Brooks. <laughs> Michael, Bay. Michael Bay film. Yeah, Sorry, I, I, was, I combined. I was like, Mel Brooks and Michael Bay. Bay. That would be awesome. Dude. That would be Just incredible. Like Spaceballs space and Blazing and Saddles and Lens Flare. And then exploding in a shot. And Megan Anyway, <laughs> Michael Bay. What I meant to say. Um, people flock out to see that and because you don't have to think about it. And not everyone wants to think about their entertainment. And I don't I don't think that you should have to think about your entertainment. I'm okay with that. Um, but but there are certain things, you know, Quentin Tarantino is a great example where But he makes blockbuster movies. Well he walks disagree. that line. He walks that line. I disagree. He makes his movies make a lot of he's money. incredibly high budget. His movies don't. So so yeah. Hateful Eight is out right now. It only got released in Eight thousand, hateful eight. Not eight thousand. Eight hundred theaters. I think but that was the seventy millimeter release. I yeah, it's not that's the true. full. It's not the full that's release, true. and it released against probably the well, biggest juggernaut in movie history. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But currently, the Django, second biggest juggernaut in movie history. It's it's super successful. So it will. Fuck Avatar. It will. But I want to. Okay, so your point about I think that you're right. I think that there are the reason the reason Tarantino's movies do well is the same reason that all movies that are in this vein that we're talking about eventually do well is Tarantino's movies do well once they get recognition from awards and they get re-released. It's the same thing with Wes Anderson, right? Wes Anderson films, when they first get released... Yeah, but I think Wes Anderson makes about one in three good movies in his run. Okay. I so, completely disagree with you. Going around the Wait, let me finish. Okay, I, I don't mean one in three. I think, I think every three movies that Wes Anderson makes, one of them is good. Is the one that hits. And yeah. I... I one of them is good or one of them is well received? No, no, one of them, like, it's like, I like them. My I, I see, I disagree. Movie. Because I've I only disagree. seen two Wes Anderson movies, and it's Life Aquatic, and it's Fantastic Mr. Fox. I love I Fantastic and Mr. Fox. My screen and professor was like, those both are the worst ones. Those are like, his, what the those fuck are is wrong yeah. with you? What? Those are Life Aquatic is not So good. the thing with, with Wes Anderson films is that he is truly a filmmaker. Every single scene is composed, and the art direction is stellar. The cinematography is phenomenal. Dude, the writing I'm, is incredible. The acting performances that he gets out of these actors Dan, I'm not. I'm not disparaging Wes Anderson. I'm saying that, that I love... Um, Moonrise Kingdom, fantastic film. It's and that's probably my favorite by him. And yeah. I also love the Grand, Royal Tenenbaums. Also fantastic. Uh-huh. Grand Budapest Hotel is probably my favorite. Oh, so, so Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, Grand Budapest is second for me, but I haven't seen it. All right, maybe I do like Life movies. Aquatic is good. I can't uh, think of and one. Rushmore is phenomenal. I mean, so Rushmore, I'm not as crazy about Rushmore, but Sarah loves Rushmore. Darjeeling Limited was good, if not great. I've seen, I've seen uh, so few Wes Anderson movies that's upsetting. So, so not having seen them all, I was like, "What's the one with Owen Wilson?" My <laughs> <laughs> bottle rocket. Got to see bottle rocket. <laughs> all right, so I retract my one and three because I think I actually I'm wrong. I like it. but the SNL. Skit the West yes, Anderson the horror movie. movie. Oh, oh my god! I haven't seen it, but I've heard Owen Wilson. I've heard it's very good. I, I was seen so it. impressed because they just nailed um, all the but, tone. But the case, the case with Wes Anderson again, and the case with Quentin but Tarantino, his movies do well theatrically. No, they. But that's the thing; they don't until award season, and they all go back to the theater. It's the same thing with Tarantino. They go back to the theater, and when they go back to the theater, everybody goes out to see them because they got nominated for. Well, you are then okay. So, are you upset about so, Oscar bait? No, 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 no. And I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying that when that first comes out, it's not like everyone's rushing out to see that. Mm-hmm. It, it tends to be slow and gradual because it's a certain. I I think that there are a lot of things in, you know, photography is a great example where you look at fine art photography. 
and you look at what most people think of when they think of photography, and they are so vastly different because most photography, because it's a visual medium in the age of instantaneous visual excitement, most photography that you see and most photography that people look at in the populace. Instagram. Instagram, Flickr. Just who's on Fli- who's browsing Flickr? I don't know. Who the what year? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Who is doing that? But my um, Flickr account. Melissa Myers. But uh, anyway, it's 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 one of these things where uh, that is not fine art photography, but it's the majority of photography that people no, see. And I, I get. And when you actually look at fine art photography, it takes a very different critical eye. Um, that I mean, there there are certain you know there is a lot of fine art photography that I did not get or understand or appreciate until I actually studied photography and understood why those things were great. So that's most fine art. Like you right, and that's what I'm saying. And so I, I think, think that's film is the same any, way. Any right. skill. I think any skill, I mean, you know. So I, back to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, why it didn't appeal at first to people and why it took time to develop that cult status is enough people who are willing to put the effort in to learn why that's a great movie had to discover it. But, but when something like that first comes out, it takes time for people to find that because it's never the thing that's going to be the most publicized, the most talked about, because it's not that super accessible thing. The, and I wasn't, and I think you're, I totally agree. What I was yeah. saying is that that movie hit a weird chord when it came out because at the time that movie came out, Jim Carrey won the biggest star in Hollywood. Very and true. That was, that's the point I was trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Is Very that true. before or after The Truman Show? After. After. So we've done these weird, super, and Truman Show's. Truman Show was one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And that was a big movie. movie, too. And it, it, it was um, a successful movie, but I think Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind had a huge resurgence when it was one of the first movies on Netflix streaming. Mm. And I think oh, that's where I saw it. You yeah. can attribute, because mm-hmm. I think it has a cult status more so now than ever because a lot of people um, in our generation of, of like the streaming media and like the on-demand, yeah. like that was one of the first things. And I think that that gave call. that movie a huge bump. Yep. But... And also, I want, it's very clear that you're making an artisan point, but also, I think you are a champion of pop culture as much as anyone. I am. Yeah. Oh, I love pop. So, and I'm not disparaging. I, I, I think that there needs to be movies that are not as. I think. For, for every sun, spotless, uh, Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind, you need a Big Star Hero Wars. Six. Or a Big Hero oh, 6. Dude, or, what the yeah, fuck? No, stop it. Um. <laughs> But but yeah, I think I think that no, you need pop culture. And actually, one of my if you look at the history of art in terms of art movements, one of my absolute favorite eras is pop art. Uh, I love Warhol. I love Warhol. I, I, I Lichtenstein. Love Lichtenstein. Um, Lichtenstein. And uh, and actually, some of my biggest photographic uh, influences are stemmed from that weird amalgam of early twentieth century Dada and surrealism, which both really played on pop culture. And then that that mid twentieth century pop art movement, and how those influenced some of the most, for me, influential photographers of the mid to late twentieth century. Um, just it's it's incredible, and 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 to me, I, I think that there is a place for pop in art, um, and I think that's a good combination. But anyway, no, and I, I I I'm I'm a huge fan. I I think. Uh, do you know who Chuck Klosterman is? Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Have you read him? So he's like. I mean, he's one. Of, he's like one of my like formative. Like, I read his articles and because uh, he wrote for like Spin and Rolling Stone, mm-hmm. and um, I read his books. He wrote this book called "Killing Yourself to Live," about artists that killed themselves in their prime mm-hmm. and how to like immortalize them. But he's just a big pop culture writer, and he's yeah. writing about like White Snake and Nirvana and oh, like, yeah. all these bands. Like, but he he approaches pop culture with this cool like 
you know, why Billy Joel is like this amazing figure. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And I think that I really appreciate that angle. Cause I think I, I really do genuinely, I like, I like media that requires you to like sift through it and like think on it too. Yep. But I, I also love, but I, I also love like just shitty media. Hey, like, I'll listen, I, so, I'll watch diners, drive-ins and dives to the fucking end. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, see, that, that's the so exception I have, for me. I have, like, most of it I have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, the guitarist in my band, is an incredible, incredible, incredible musician. Um, and he is very in tune with a lot of very artistically minded, uh, indie, maybe hard to appreciate for the masses music. Um, but he and I had this conversation because he and I both believe very strongly in pop music. And the band that we're in is very pop driven. It's meant to be pop driven. Um, but there's a, there's a very strong appreciation for that he and I have. And, and, you know, we both really admire Taylor Swift. We both oh, really admire Lady Gaga. Wait, and these are music, these are musicians that we don't, neither of us really listen to on a regular basis. We don't sit down and, and it's good radio music, but it's, it's music. Well, even just from a songwriting structure and when you have pop artists that actually have, integrity and self-drive the way that those two particular artists do um it it really is something that i personally really appreciate i think it's and it's lady fantastic. gaga on snl when she went on there and did her uh piano solo performance like won me over she's super after that talented. i like her way. Really same with bruno mars bruno mars is, bruno mars is, is very talented. And, another and great i think musician. everyone turnkey on him with that super bowl halftime he show, did a when he like Phenomenal. It was the worst Super Bowl of all time. But it was the best halftime show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was the one where poor Peyton Manning. I was thinking about that Super Bowl too. <laughs> um, it's one where Tim was entirely but, depressed. Oh, yeah. yeah that was, I would agree that was that that is probably my favorite oh, Super Bowl and, halftime and, and, show. Like, as far as like theatrical, I mean, you should watch just see like a cool. Oh, I've seen it. Oh, and just yeah. with the super talented. And they had Chip ever show up. And, Man. There's a sketch though on SNL. I want SNL for me. Pop culture. There's a sketch on there where all these people, and it's this, like kind of depressing, like documentary where they're like, uh, "Shake It Off" is on all the time, and yep. the people realize it's Taylor Swift's song, and they get pissed off because <laughs> they like the song. That's funny. All right, before we go, we have to break a second. Why don't you like Big Hero Six? Like I said, so I I didn't see it in the theaters. I saw. I want Alex to defend Big Hero. Our, ro- our, our roommate had it. Have you seen it? And all the stuff at the beginning was really good. Like, the Baymax stuff was funny. But as soon as they kept calling themselves superheroes, we're like, superheroes, guys, superheroes. I'm like, when they got to the mansion, that whole part was stupid. Like, the first half of the movie was great. but It's a heavy first half, You know, you know why Alex loves it? Because the main hero is white. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 not, he's, not, he's a Japanese kid. Stop it. Stop it. Baymax, though. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. He's white. Um, yeah, I actually, I, I get what you're saying because it is a very different movie for the second half. Um, and arguably, it, you're right. The first half is probably the, the, the definitely the more. I think Up is the same way. Where I think the first half of Up is much better than the second half of Up. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not crazy about Up anymore. And the first five minutes of Up is the most depressing <laughs> five minutes. Well, of any film I, think, I think people really put Up high up on the the spectrum because of that. But anyways, uh, I'm more of a uh, Wally. Guy. I love Wally. Wally's dude. good. Um, Everything about Wally's amazing, though. Um, as far as D- just Disney and Pixar in general are concerned, those movies do far better at tugging at my heartstrings than sure. than most live action live action movies do. Sure. So I was thinking about that the other day, where I think that I have this thing with cartoons and even video games because I've been playing uh, Undertale, and I got a little a little like not like I wasn't like 
crying. But like I started feeling like because Missy can't cry. No, no. Uh, when I was in like very little, there was this movie called The Color of Friendship, and they gunned a guy down in the gas station. Was that the Disney movie? Yes. Yeah. And it was on Disney Channel, and I was like watching. I was watching this movie in my mom's bed, and I was like seven or eight. I don't know. And I felt so violated because I was like. You can't just kill people. Yeah. You can't just do that. And I just like bawled when I was for like kid, an hour. My mom could not like get me to stop. If 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 an animal got killed in oh a movie, that was it. I lost it. I lost well, what movie it. Is I there are still movies where the red actually that will make me cry. That book. Um, there are like four movies that still will make me cry. I don't cry uh, in those movies. You ever seen the, the Brady, Brady Bunch Fuck. movie? Oh. Interstellar fucked me up though. Yeah. I will say that when he's watching yeah. his whole family oh. age. The Green Mile. The Green Mile. When, yeah. Um, like have you ever, list. I will say, uh, <laughs> there is one video game, one video game that actually made me a little teary eyed. Final Fantasy VII? No. Where can I spoil something? I know we talked about Telltale. I know we talked about Telltale last time and why Mason doesn't dead. like it, but it was Walking Dead. In the no, end, no, at the I, very end, oh, yeah, season one. Fuck. Hey, I, right. I love, Those, I, I think it, Walking Dead. That had me because I was, I was so invested in that story. And it was one of those moments where you're just like, but it was so good though. It was so good. And I'm not, what's his name? No, I know. Lee, I love Lee. Yeah, Uh, Lee. I thought season one was awesome. Yeah, I like season two a lot too. I didn't play season. I don't have any problems. Season two actually gave me a little tug at my heartstrings at the end as well because Uh, they put. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give any specifics. What I will say is that they use storytelling devices that put you in a situation where you have to make. You end up making a choice that you feel is based on certain information, and then it comes to you come to find out that the information you thought was true is very different. So you feel violated, and so you feel very responsible, and you feel very conflicted, and you're like, "You've got to be kidding me!" And and so, but it's it's one of those things where, from a storytelling perspective. Um, they just nailed it, and and I if you have if you really enjoyed uh, Walking Dead season one and haven't played season two, I highly recommend you play it. So it I is, it is yeah you, you got the bundle right yeah, yeah. so so I tried playing um, Game of Thrones last night yeah and I it, think your computer just decided yeah my computer just like, for Boop. you oh no so oh no yeah well I talked to you guys about this before about how it yeah. keeps rebooting yeah. yeah so I just ordered a motherboard and a CPU nice <laughs> so if if it's still doing it after this like there's literally not like I have replaced everything besides the the, the case well if you're gonna SSD. yeah if you replace the motherboard and the CPU and it's still doing it I I don't know because I replaced the GPU I replaced the but did you try the hard do you have a hard disk somewhere no I don't have a hard drive you don't have a hard drive at all. I mean, you I need a new CPU. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, making yeah. the upgrade makes sense. Sure, it's just frustrating that I was forced to upgrade. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Five hundred dollars. Well, I was saying, I would have, I would have swapped out a hard drive before I did the Mobo thing. I didn't think about that. I thought you, I thought you bought your SSD. I didn't realize it no, my SSD. SSDs do fail. Yeah, but Those if it failed, a, there would be something else. You would, you would, and it would yeah. know. Yeah, that's true. And it's I, not a memory thing. But that, you sent me the photo of it. Like it doesn't look like your Mobo's. I, don't I know. think it's a, a, a coupling, some sort of plug, some something that's connecting to the it's power supply. It got too hot, maybe. Or it's not. Maybe it just got riled around. Uh, and that's what I the guy you, told me. Because yeah. I called him back. I'm like, hey, it's, I replaced GPU and the power supply is still doing it. He's like, it's got to be some sort of connection. So I heard, um, and what has me because all all the game of the years has going on. Is that the tale from the Borderlands is actually really good and actually does I've get heard to a point where it has some like some good emotional mm-hmm. some some plays and I, and I don't have a problem 
Like I think Walking Dead's great, and I, I really, no. I really, I love the Wolf Among Us intro yeah. sequence. That fucking intro it, yeah. fight. No, 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 no. Oh, I mean, yeah. like just the intro, the title, the title. Oh, oh, that's like dude, everything that I love and everything. Haven't played it yet. What's it do? Right. It's like ink, isn't it? No, um, it's just pink it, lights. Oh, okay, pink and blue. Um, very, very um, comic heavy. Um, super like noir, like eighties noir like vice. I don't yeah, know. How very like no, Frank th- Frank Miller kind of. Like if, if Frank Miller with a pink sharpie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You know what um, I mean? It's so good. And the I, writing is so yeah. good. Um, I've been a fan of the original Fable series for a while. Love Fable. Not Fable. Game. Fables. Fables. Oh, Fables. Fables are right. too. Fables. 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 It's a comic Wolf series. Among Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so Wolf Among Us does a really fucking good job of being both fan service as well as um, visually, you know, 2013 or 2014. Well, so is Walking yeah. Dead. Yeah. I'm just exhausted with the... And you know what's funny, though? Okay, so the thing I have against stuff is that I just think that they are just churning stuff out with each thing, and I don't find the gameplay loop that exciting. I do see the same thing, kind of like my problem with fucking Fallout, like the Bethesda game. There is the Telltale. That's game. what I'm saying, and, and yeah. it's not that. It, sure, it just, I think that there's there's good content <coughs> in there that's being weighed that I'm not playing because I just I don't want to play that. game. Well, it goes back to that conversation we had before about what you're trying to get out of it. And, and there are different games that I will play for different reasons. Right. And, you know, m- what I want to get out of them there, you know, what I want to get out of a Madden game is going to be very different than what I want to get out of a Telltale. Emotional heartstrings. Right. God, I, the number of times I've cried playing Madden. Peyton Manning, um, missing that that's, ball. That's right. But no, it's... No, 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 no. So, um, <laughs> veto. Um, that's going to be our sign-off. That's, that's, that's no, right. it's not. Um, no, it's not. But, yeah, so I think, you know, with Telltale, it's one of those things where there is just, if if I really want that storytelling aspect, then I actually think that the mechanics of how they do that is some of the best in the business. I think they do a fantastic job at creating that immersive experience where you never feel like you are not having the choice in those decisions but they never make it so complicated that you that it feels like a game which i can see why uh, that would be a because if, if but, you had just said that i would have in the cop right this morning said mason remembered that yes, mason didn't mason. like that <laughs> no but i mean it's it's not to say they don't make it feel like, like it's it. a game but they don't make it feel um so so a, a good example for me is there are a lot of video games kelly will play video games kelly has always played video games and, and will play video games with me um, but there are certain games that I cannot get her to play. Anything that's too complicated in terms of their mechanics, anything that is too complicated. So she's not signing up to play Civ? She is not <laughs> signing up to play Civ. She actually might do that. I think um, she would. I, a lot uh, of people like Civ. Yeah. So she's very, she's very procedural, but, um, can't get her to play first person shooters, uh, mm, RPGs. Yeah. Actually, she did play through Fable, uh, Fable 2. Um, Fable 2 is awesome. Fable 2 was awesome. But anyway, uh, but she loved the Telltale Walking Dead games and she, it, there was no barrier to entry for her. That's she, she. Kelly is the type of person who does not like when she's not good at something. And a lot of video games have learning curves. Well, where there's a lot of until uh, you pick it up, it's overwhelming. Assume knowledge that we have from games that we go playing games. Also very true. Yeah, um, it's just like using apps, like on your phone. Context. We use software so much that yes. like I can jump in and add stuff, no problem. Absolutely, well, it's, it's, it's Adobe Suite. Yeah, it's the same thing with a Game of Thrones game because like immediately, like first conversation, the bar starts ticking down. Yep, oh, that was yeah. like. There's no, there's no tutorial. There's no anything. I will say Game of of Thrones in terms of the Telltale games, uh, Game of Thrones has a lot more 
game mechanics really? early on. Is there like a lost sword play or something? Um, early, early on. There are a lot of, there's a lot of that not persist? Walking Dead had that fucking battery puzzle. I still need to finish the last two I chapters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've done the first four. Yeah, and there are a lot more things that involve kind of timing, time sequences. It's uh, not like a QTE, is it? There are some QTEs. Some. There are a few. Because all of games are predicated on that, dude. Yeah. Wolf Among Us has a very yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. no, you're totally right. I, but games, that's the yeah. thing. I think Fight they do the a really good job yeah. at integrating that. Um, it doesn't feel like a, res- <laughs> a late, you know, late Resident Evil game where, you know, action, 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 and all of a sudden but it's just like... RE4 did it first, and it's still important. <laughs> and all it's right. great there. We gotta take a break, so I can pause it. We gotta take a break. Then we'll get back Bye. to it. Right. And we are back. Hello. A nice break. I'm trying to see if the levels are good. That's uh, They're not. He's, he's gonna have to... No, what do you mean they're not? They're like, fine. <laughs> he's fucking with what? You. Are you fucking um, with them? No, because uh, he recorded... So, he recorded the game up. And I'm not as familiar with Audition, so I couldn't tell you why. Oh, you're probably right. Now. Um, but the game for some reason changed up. the game, also did it did the post-game effect. Is it actually recording right So it is yeah, recording. Oh, right. If you look closely, cool. it's... All right. Yeah. 44 minutes still. Remember that? <laughs> I mean, it didn't sound that different time. when I really? changed... Well, if you, it, well, and if you auto-equalize it, it'll... Yeah, normalizing. If you normalize, normalize the file, it'll load it all. I'm just always afraid of doing that because I feel like it's gonna, the sound's going to sound blowed out. If someone's no, no, it's to only going to bring everything even... I've done it. it. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Um. Um. So. So. You, so. Alex is just gonna sound like this. No. Talking no. talk like this all the time. Well, the whole right. If you need to, this. if you need to, if it, if it does sound like that, you can throw some compression on there, and yeah, still a little compression on there. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Put too much uh, strain on the hyperdrive. Come on. <laughs> yeah, man. The compressor. Uh, uh, indeed. All right. I see it. What are we talking we've about? Been, we've been talking for a while um, about everything. What. What have you guys been? Who wants to go first? Have you been playing or making anything? Let's see. I have been playing the new Tomb Raider. I want to. So Rise bad. of the Tomb Raider is really fucking good. I feel like that game is like built for me. Um. So positives. The action is great. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, the interface is phenomenal. The it does a great job of of not holding your hand, but also not leaving you totally lost. Um, and it's it's fun as shit. Negatives. I've been playing long enough now that I may be getting a little bit tired of the gameplay loop. Um, it like, yeah. does feel a bit repetitive. Are you doing um, all side stuff too? Yeah, yeah I'm, so I'm so trying probably... to get as much as close to 100 as I can my first way through. So that is definitely. Different. I've had to train myself to try to avoid doing that because I go into every game. I don't want to like finish my candy bar. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I eat it like little bites at a time. Like fall out, and then I never, I never beat it. Mm. I never have that problem. Like I don't either. A lot of side stuff. I'm like, well, this doesn't seem fun. Moving on. See, I I do all the side stuff, but I don't. It doesn't usually drain me. Like if it's if it's a game yeah. that I get enough into that I'm doing the side stuff in, I don't have a problem. It doesn't usually drain me too. How much um, do we consider side stuff? Like, are we talking about side missions, or do you consider like? Killing all the flying rats in GTA Count, 4. Countless fetch quests. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I don't even wait, touch that stuff. Wait, killing all the flying rats? In GTA 4, all, pigeons. Yeah, all the yeah. pigeons are called flying rats. Yeah, yeah, wait, you can kill all the pigeons? No, there are specific ones oh. that just sit there. It's like a collectible. Oh. Yeah. Dylan's just, asking, yeah. do you do collectibles? Um, Depends on the game. So, all of Tomb Raider side stuff is technical, with the exception of uh, challenge tombs, it's all collectibles. It's but, like, so, the challenge tomb thing, though, hit that point. Where in Assassin's Creed 2, they had those underground tombs. Yeah. Yep. And man, I loved that aspect of that game so much. And I heard that Tomb Raider has like its own version of it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. that's what I've been, I've been wanting that so, game. Assassin's Creed time. is a series where I will do a lot of collectibles. Apparently, Syndicate. And all the feathers. 
I'm I'm an hour into Syndicate and I it's it's okay. Like it's good enough. Yeah. AC Syndicate. But everyone on all the game of the year stuff seems to be really into it. Yeah. So, I'm not sure to log it then. I want to try um, I will okay, just to uh, temper that expectation for the tombs and Tomb Raider. Um the challenge tombs, they're cool, but it's not as cool and as exciting as the ones in Assassin's Creed. Um it's not at no point have I truly felt challenged by this game. I'm mm. playing on hard mode. Um extra hard is well, just you're, like, you're Alex Rice, video game extraordinaire. He said mockingly. I didn't um, say that. I mean, <laughs> genuinely. If you want to feel challenged, go get Bloodborne. Speaking of game of the year, you're not going to use it. You want to feel challenged, go get Bloodborne. I gave a fuck, man. I just mean, in terms of the level design, it's not like with Assassin's Creed, you were solving puzzles, and it's like, wow, I fucking beat that. With Tomb Raider, it just kind of feels like, okay, that seems like a lot. I never felt challenged by the AC 2. Yeah, but I will say that I don't think I'm going to Tomb Raider for that. I want to go I go Tomb Raider for why I go to Uncharted. Or why I went to like a Last of Us where I just want to go. Well, Last of Us, I really like the Last story. Last of Us is a whole different level. Yeah. Like, that's if you want to be yeah. challenged by rooms in a puzzle, play Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no way they give you four gameplay mechanics, but still you take half an hour trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. You're still room. playing Luigi's Mansion? Yeah, I'm still playing Luigi's <laughs> Mansion. Or, is that what you I, I know I've said this, but Alex, especially because uh, you haven't played these games. And you're racist. You need Zelda. You need, no. Uh, no, fuck that. No, I love Zelda. Uh, the the Resident Evil original Resident Evil ah, One, the HD remaster. That would be a good game for Alex. That actually, you need, you need to download it and play it. And that, it's a phenomenal game. Uh, everything, Xbox One, every, everything. Okay, or or PS4. So is it, is that the same as Even Resident PS4? Evil Zero? I'm a PS4 guy. No, um, so Resident, Resident Evil, Evil One remaster. Resident Evil One HD remaster. Okay, you can download it on the Xbox Live Store. Is it beautiful? It yeah. is beautiful. Okay, but it's it's a, it's okay. an old game. Well, so yeah. here's here's oh, the thing. It's got the it is... Resident Evil controls. Yes. No, 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 no. The HD remaster has. Well, you can controls. choose the tank. Controls. You can do the tank controls if you want. Which Dan likes. Um, no, I don't. I don't use the tank controls. Oh. Who did I talk to like tank controls? Um, I understand why they're there, and and I think they add something to the game. But it, it does make it harder and scarier. Should play. Um, but actually, if you want, you can pre-order. They're they're releasing a. So the thing to remember with with Resident Evil HD remaster. It's a remaster of a remaster. So the original Resident Evil came out in 96. And then they totally redid the game for GameCube in like 2002. And that was Zero, right? No, 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 no. No, what the fuck is Resident Evil Zero then? Resident Evil Zero is a different game. Resident Evil Zero Code Veronica Revelations 8. Um, (laughs) uh, But, um, so they redid it for GameCube, added a whole new puzzles, whole new segments of the game, whole new story, all new graphics, redid the original Resident Evil as a second game. This HD remaster is an HD remastering of that. that GameCube game, not mm. the 1996 game. That's cool. So the the you know one of the things with Resident Evil uses a lot of pre rendered backgrounds, which are really beautiful inherently. Um, 3D and, sprites or 3D objects on 2D images. Yeah, and, uh So they just it's it's got a lot of great atmosphere. The the sound design is incredible. Um, it's really challenging puzzles. There's it's save ribbons. Scary. Yeah. Um, it's it's good. You should download it. It's great, and it's cool it, it, that the the game used Resident Evil used to be a lot more about the survival horror. Yes, and this emphasis on survival, and that's why it was so cool because it did feel like you were scraping by, and that's why I kind of liked the first half of Evil Within because it was so hard. Yep, and Evil Within, even though I, 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 I a lot on the stealth thing, I've only done the first half of Evil Within so far. Um, that was actually what I was playing before I got Fallout, and then Evil Within went back in the drawer so that I could play Fallout. That's right, but Bethesda's still getting your money. Bethesda's still Bethesda getting game. my money. Bethesda. Yes, Bethesda. 
So you've been playing Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Anything else? Um, Besiege is taking a break. Trying to get my whole website up and all that shit. Actual work. But I spent my entire day playing Tomb Raider, so I can't really talk. Yeah, I gotta do my website. Yeah, who works on websites? Uh, we have to all make our portfolio, our new sites. Yeah. Really? Mm. Is that like your overbreak? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Assignment? Yeah, it's a big one. Yep. And, and watch the Linda videos for Final Cut. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I even. I don't. You know, it's required. You don't need to do no, that. No, it's required. Yes, you do. It's required. No, no, but I mean, like. It, no, it, it. You have to have a certification of it? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're worth oh. doing. It's eight hours. They're worth doing. But I know how to. I know how to use Final Cut. You'll find, you'll find something you don't. Also, why are you guys using Final Cut? I thought that was like across the board, like poo pooed. It well, is. I, I don't like Final and Cut. I brought this up too because I like well, Premiere. When we have the class, we can ask him. And Dan, quit being positive and not <laughs> not damning your. You know what, Dan? Dylan, what have you been playing? I've been playing <laughs> Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. I'll watch that <laughs> fucking Linda video. That's a good. That's a good game. So trivia fact. So in Europe, or maybe just the UK. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark London. Moon. Yeah. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon is called Luigi's Mansion 2 because Dark Moon in the UK is a drug you take rectally. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, how'd they find that? That's out? great. I don't know. I, uh, I would love to have heard the initial conversation where some intern <laughs> was like, hey, like, we can't call it this yeah, there. Hey, chaps, you know. I googled Dark Moon and I never <laughs> don't want to go online for a few days. <laughs> Alright, how about Luigi's Mansion Blue Waffle? <laughs> uh, so you're like you liking I like it. Luigi. I'm liking. You liking Luigi? The second boss is way easier than the first boss. The second boss is that treehouse boss. Remember that? Mm-mm. Did you beat that game? Mm-mm. But I think it's all right. You can only borrow wait, when you Luigi, beat it. Luigi's Mansion. I no, the original Luigi's Mansion. I've beaten okay. a million yeah, times. Because I heard you on the podcast saying you would beat it in one sitting. Because that beat, was yeah. the GameCube one. I didn't have a memory card. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is the 3DS. This is the best story. It's amazing. Yeah. That's, um. But also, you can beat Luigi's Mansion for one in like three hours. Yeah, and this one is going. <laughs> I think there's only five mansions. And Mario on halfway through Mansion Three, so it's it's pretty going at a rapid clip. And I played Super Mario Maker um, and found out that Nintendo fucking deleted my first level because no one beat it and they oh. have the rights to do that. Like, but, after a month, if no one... Uh, you still have it. It's not like it's gone. But I can't upload it ever again. Well, you made a level that's too hard. Can you make one little change? Like, oh. If I go in and edit it, they're still like, oh, this level's been deleted from the servers already. You can, And I tried that copying sucks. it because uh, you can duplicate that levels. That is kind of a shitty thing. That's oh, fucked. That, I was like, that's wow. Nice. Well, so, I, I I guess that's their way. So of, that's the one I sent you, Dan. Keeping coming. Uh, okay. I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't. I got so into Fallout that I haven't played Mario Maker yet. That uh, don't need some Mario Maker piece, man. I know. I need I'm someone gonna, to beat it. I'm, I'll I'll get there. Well, the uh, also shitty thing is that they get so you start out and you can only upload ten levels online, right? right. Uh, which is okay, like initially, especially if you're making levels like mine where they're hard to beat. Yeah. Um, but you can fill that up really quickly. Yeah. The only way to get more level uploads. To increase your cap is if people star your levels. Mm. So it's on, I think that's a cool system. It's a cool system, but also like you gotta make good levels, man. You gotta make stuff that the the pop the <laughs> populace likes. Goddamn, you gotta populace you gotta flex those game design skills, man. I gotta go moderate. You got You gotta rein it in, man. Yeah. Well, so I didn't yours really, was really hard though, Dylan. It was this level, this fucking level. We talked, you, we talked about talk, the yeah, we were talking right. about it last time. Fine. Okay, so this new level I'm working on, which I barely touched, 
Um, the screen starts scrolling and then you finish. (laughs) (laughs) So graphics are bad. So you know the so you know the moving platforms like remember in um you know level one two in the original Super Mario Brothers how there are the platforms that go up there's like just a stack of them that are moving up and down. Um, they you can turn them blue if you shake them. You can turn them blue and they just stay still. And when you step on them, they fall. Yep. Um, so they're not donut. Oh, they're, okay. there's something similar to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made it so that there's a door underneath it. So you jump on it, and then you have to fall. Uh, and then you have to hit up at the right. What point. happened uh, to you? Yeah. <laughs> what being sadist? <laughs> on the best part is that the ne- on the other side there's a door, and there's no ground. You immediately fall. And I found this from someone else. From someone else's level, I played that you can put a vine right behind a door, and the door will cover the vine. So if you don't, you can hit up as soon as you go through the door and you'll hold on to the vine, but the hot, but the vine is concealed by the door. That's weird. Yeah. I just feel, I'm just, I'm just so sad. And you can make Dylan exercising all. He's such a calm person, and he's just exercising all his rage through his (laughs) just through Mario Maker, the seven layers of hell. It's all Mario. That's a good idea. I should do that. Oh man, I would play the fuck out of that. And then wrath. Gluttony. What, what, it's what just is, the Hammer Brothers. Oh, what, what just chop chops, like <laughs> trying to eat you. No, that's lust. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> See, I always draw a, a coin wiener for lust, and then like, oh, all right, you made your lust. <laughs> Done. Yeah. So, I think it'd be kind of funny. One thing I think that would be cool for Mario Maker is if people would post themes, kind of like Ludendare, and then you'd make a level based on a theme. That'd so cool. that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. If Dante's Inferno, you do like a Dante's Inferno levels, and then. There, um, That'd be a cool challenge. I wouldn't be surprised. I've seen a bunch of I've, seen, I've seen a bunch of people making Legend of Zelda two. Oh, that's uh, cool. Someone made Zel- a Zelda two uh, levels. So there are, are uh, what are they called? Um, fuck. They're called. Uh, they're Nintendo made courses. I forget what they're called. Mm-hmm. There's a name for them. Um, New Super Mario Brothers one, two, three DS. <laughs> so someone made a Super Mario Brothers. So Nintendo made a Super Mario Brothers two level. That's cool. Mm. Um, the original, the actual, the the Japanese two or the American two, the American two. Okay, so, so Doki Doki Panic. So, so you don't. Okay, so so Super Mario Brothers was originally like the first big game. Yeah, and then Super Mario Brothers two in Japan came out, and it was basically the exact same game, only a lot harder. And so <laughs> when they they were like, eh, Americans aren't going to be able to handle this. And so they released here. Yes, they were right because they released it later as the Lost Levels. Um, and they're really hard. Uh, but what they released here as Super Mario Brothers two, it's one with the with the, the like weird Dreamland. Yeah, and, it's, it's it's what introduced isn't that the one that you love? Shy Guys yeah, introduced. Oh, I, I think I, I played two. that like three. Is, is amazing, that the one with like the they just like the jump the bunny or cat fucking thing? No, that's three. The three okay. the raccoon suit. Raccoon suit. Well, you yeah. might also be talking about Super Mario Land two because you get bunny ears in Super Mario Land two that are basically the raccoon tail. In three. Yeah, but that's that was once later. There is only one Mario, and it's three Galaxy. Uh, Mario uh, Paint. It's either it's either <laughs> free or Super Mario World. Or the Dude, two. Super Mario World is my like, that's my go to Mario. There's only one yeah. Mario, and it's Hotel Mario. Okay, did you guys ever play Mario Junior? The hell no. is that? The NES game. I think no. it's called Mario. I had Mario Donkey Paint. Kong Junior. No, I was immediately turned off by the fact that it was like Baby Mario. I didn't want anything to do with it. Yoshi's Island. Baby Mario is Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Yoshi's Island's great. What's Mario yeah, Junior then? It, uh, hell, it's Mario 3 and then Yoshi's Island. That's it was for SNES. Yeah. And it was like an educational game that I had growing up. But it was it was all Mario characters. And you had to like do math problems. 
Did you guys? Is this a real game? Am it's I making this up? Not not fun. I, think so. I know there were a lot of like Mario featured like educational things. I had Mario Paint for the Super Nintendo. It came with a mouse. And it was basically a bitmap yeah. generator, and uh, I think I still have it actually. So I'll probably drag that one. Super out. Mario Maker, you'd appreciate because apparently there's a lot of stuff built in that pulls it yep. immediately. From I've Mario seen, I, I've seen like the uh, fly swatter and yeah. stuff. Is that there. was weird yeah. when I showed up? I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm excited to. I mean, once I get off the Fallout, off the Fallout kick, off, yeah. once the Sub- once the Fallout dragon Sub- yeah, yeah, stops uh, <laughs> stops working on me, then I'll the Super Mario Maker will be my next thing. The gentle Mickey jittery. Yep. What is that? What is that from? That's what the Mercs say or yeah. the Bandits say. The jet. Because you can get addicted to chems. No, Fallout. I know that. I just <laughs> he, he keeps saying. Uh, That's something that. to say because Mesa sent me this picture of these two guys arguing about what constitutes a sandwich. Have you seen this? No. <laughs> so it's two. It's two in Fallout. Yeah. Is it actual conversation or just over? Hi. Hi. Oh, come in. Come in. Special guest, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Come sit down. Join us. We're talking about Mario. Want to say a fun, a fun uh, glitch that happened to me in Fallout the other day? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Wait, so the sandwich thing. All right, so the sandwich thing. Oh, awesome. Um, so you can run across these two. Uh, what they call, they call mercs? They call bandits? What they called? I don't know. Bandits, whatever. Scallions. Um, they're arguing about what constitutes a sandwich. And the one guy saying, anything that goes into two slices of bread is a sandwich. It's like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. It's like, so it's a loaf of bread. A bread, bread sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are some amazing little things like that in Fallout that uh, are just brilliant. Like I love, um, I don't know. I just the li- little quirks that show how much attention to detail they put into those games. Like I actually read all the terminals. I do too. And the ridiculous, awesome backstories. Or like, did you find the 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 beer making robot yet? Because uh-uh. that's mm-hmm. awesome. Wait, does um, it poop in your shoe? No, it doesn't poop in your shoe, but, but it actually makes the beer, and you can go get beer from this robot at yeah, any time. That's really cool. So um, there's, um, yeah, here's a fun glitch from, just watch the body uh, on the floor. It'll come up in a second. Is this your Xbox app? Yeah. You can just pull it up on your phone? Oh, yeah. no. What's it doing? So it's I killed her. And oh, it's just the physics, Twitching out? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> to- you, total Twitching You can pull out. up a video you recorded on your Xbox on your yeah, phone. Yeah, you, so if you double oh, tap... God, yes. If you double tap the Xbox home icon at any point, you can press uh, X and Y. Um, I think X is screenshot, Y is video of the last 30 seconds. So any yep. anytime you're like, the last 30 seconds was really cool, just double tap the home, press Y, and you'll go back, back to the game. Or if you have a connect, you say Xbox and record that. Is that yeah. what you do? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it's all right on the app. Wow. My I've never pulled up on my phone. It's really cool. Yep. It's pretty slick. And your any of your friends, it'll like your Ooh. main feed on the thing. So like I can see that you, Alex, got the Firestarter achievement in Rise Ooh, of the Tomb Raider. Oh, you go, Alex. Yeah, go me. Um, Alex made fire. <laughs> Alex, Alex made fire. All of Alex's Burned screenshots the are these screenshots of Laura Croft that they thought were private. <laughs> 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 oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, God. How did Mason know? Yeah. Uh, I yeah, saw someone in uh, <laughs> the Pridwin in the uh, Brotherhood of Steel Zeppelin. Yeah, they you haven't know, gotten to that point yet. All right, so there's they a guy. There's a quartermaster, right? That, like, oh, I've done all the quartermasters. Well, I haven't done all of them, but I've done a lot of quartermaster missions. Well, there's one in the. Um, you haven't been on the blimp yet, though. Have I haven't you? been on the blimp yet. Yeah, there's one in the Zeppelin. He's not. He's. I mean, he's technically mm-hmm. a quartermaster. I don't know what yeah. he is. Uh, he has all this stuff behind him because he, he's in like a window, a shop window, but he can't get into his room. I mean, you can, you can break in, but yeah. you get in trouble. 
uh, there's like a, it's either a mini nuke. No, it's a missile. There's a missile sitting there, and the next to it is an enclave uh, power armor helmet, right? Mm-hmm. So someone shot the missile, and it blew the helmet out the window, and they caught it. <laughs> That's <laughs> Or awesome. no, they picked it up in the world, like physics, and then they brought it around the corner, and then they crouched, so they were hidden, and then they stole it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty slick. So you've been playing Ouija Mansion, Ouija's, Mario Maker. Ouija Mansion, Mom Maker. That it? I've tried playing some Game of Thrones. Eh, you can talk about that. You get your mobo. Oh, but you play. Yeah, but the best part is, you know when it starts? Game of Thrones? No, the the game. Yeah, you know when no. it starts. No. So it takes place, I think, between seasons two and three, right? It's yeah. It's uh, when was the Red Wedding? It because it's right before the Red Wedding. Yeah, it takes place during the Red Wedding. During the oh, night of the Red cool. Wedding. That's cool. Awesome. So you are you, you play as someone squire. You are the squire yes. of a guy who is a liege lord to. Rob to Rob, oh, yeah. fuck, and <laughs> that's or or just just the just a liege lord. And this to, came out before or after that season had happened. After, yeah, that's pretty smart because now you as the player, if you're investing in Game of Thrones, you have this knowledge of like we well, don't know what's yep. taking place at first, so you're just like around a campfire oh, and a yep. bunch of tents set out, and Lord Forrester, yeah, really who's, your, who's your right, liege lord, right. is talking. Yep, and he's like, "Go get more wine." So you like go, you take this huge pitcher over to get more wine, and then it pans up and it shows the twins. And it says, you know, the twins on mm-hmm. River Whatever. It says Red Wedding. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yep. Um, Very cool. And it shows all the twins guards. And like, all of it. So, um, uh, Tyrion is is the... So, Peter Dinklage is actually a voice. Um, Cersei's in it. Yep. Cersei is in it. Uh, Who's that actually? Daenerys Targaryen is in it. Um, Lena. Lena. Yeah, Lena. My mom named her cat Lena after her. Nice. Uh, Jon Snow is actually in it. Nah. Yeah, because one of the kids takes the black. Yep. Um, the sword. Yeah, it's cool. What I like about the Game of Thrones one, too, is it does like what the series does, where it, it, it tries to interweave like five different storylines, Yeah, and it does it well. That's uh-huh. cool. Because you play like the mm-hmm. squire, and then you play as someone who's like part of House, House Forrester, and you take another sibling who takes the black, and then there's someone who lives in King's Landing who's like the handmaiden of Cersei or has some sort yeah. of yeah, but he's also a member of House Forrester. Yeah, yeah. So you got you got like what fifteen minutes into it? Yeah, then shut down. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, well, you haven't, you haven't finished back. the first uh, the first chapter yet. No, the first episode. No. It was literally the part so where, the, you, where it pans up and says "Red Wedding" and then it comes back down and uh, then the character the, playing. The, oh, so you're like all hyped up and then it's just like the most sobering. Uh, the first get a bucket of water on you. Yeah, the first like, episode is one of my favorites, um, um, and it ends really well. Uh, and it's kind of fucked up, but it's really good. It's very oh. Game of Thrones. A lot of eyebrow action going on there. Yep. Yeah, so the the mechanics, like, their engine was starting to fall apart on me at that in that game. Because, mm. like, some of their animations, because there's a part where the guy, like, turns to talk to someone else. And he just, his entire body just looks like it swivels. It's only, like, <laughs> to the uh, waist up. You don't really see, but it just you kind of feel like he just kind of, like, rotated his yeah. entire body. Well, and I think the other thing is that that's the kind of thing where... In, in, in Walking Dead, there's no actors that you can draw parallels to, but in Game of Thrones, you are all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. I know what she looks like in real life. Yeah, like, Peter Dinklage's depiction in it always kind of put me off just a little bit. Yeah. I like, you know, I, I like the art style, though, in uh, Telltale Game of Thrones. That, oh, that kind of watercolor, painterly. Yeah, painterly. And so, once you start playing the game, when by the time you get to the portrayal of some of the characters that you do know. Some of them are better than others. Yeah. Um, but it, as a whole, it works. Like, uh, what's um, uh, the Flayed Man Lord? Uh, oh, Ramsey? 
Yeah, Ramsey looks great. Yeah, like, Ramsey looks great. It's because Ramsey looks like a cartoon out. character in the show. Yeah, so, I mean, that's like, true. There's a cherubish face that just ripped abs. Just like, yeah. what the hell is going on? Have you have you guys seen uh, Coldplay? <laughs> Coldplay made the yeah. oh my Game God, of Thrones so the musical. No. Wait, what? It's incredible. That, that sounds it's awesome. Incredible. It's incredible. It for this, like, kind of like a holiday special thing. It was like Red Nose Day, like a comedy It was for a... Like, well, no, I, I thought it was a, like a benefit. It was a comedy benefit. But it was like... Rastafarian Targaryen and it has Rastafarian is the whole thing is the it's stupidest thing Clark ever is doing it's, reggae. it's beautiful um, it's, and Dan likes reggae it's fantastic and um, oh my god and there's like because the, they'll throw in bits of character parts like yep. um, um, the guy who plays Theon and the guy who plays, the guy who plays see each other, they see and, each other like, and they're like oh, oh, oh. and then a second later it's great it's really right like what I need, I need this to look at like Star, Star Wars Christmas special. All over no, this is far no. better. Than, this is yeah. this is intentionally tongue in cheek. Better than the Star Wars. But, but wait, it has the actual actors in it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's great. That's cool. The so, last the last well, music actor combo thing I ever saw that I liked was that Mumford and Sons music video where it's played by. Oh Mitchell my Indians. god, that was have so good. That? I haven't seen it. It has a uh, Jason, Jason Bateman. Um, nice. they're, they're all pretending to be the musicians. Will Forte's in it. That's fine. And there's a part where they're like pretending to cry, and one guy like wipes the tears off and just like licks it off yeah. his finger. <laughs> and Ed Helms is playing the banjo, and he starts playing so fast that he catches on fire. <laughs> That's awesome. It's really good. And the guy's playing the piano while someone's beating the. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, they just start. It's, it's funny because Mumford and Sons had this like this. Uh, this outward appearance of like they're, they're, they're kind of like the vests and like the you know all the music videos were these kind of super hipster videos with like yeah. string lights where they're playing and stuff yeah. and then they made this video and it was just like them like we totally know it that's guys. cool everyone we know it yeah. apparently their concerts are awesome that's what I've heard they're good yo you did go to one mm-hmm. did you go to one from the beach it was in Portsmouth my dad took my ticket <laughs> Yeah, Sarah's telling me that. She seems so... He, he got pissed. tickets for me and Sarah, and he's like, eh, I think Carrie and I are going to go. And I'm like, alright. Well, I mean, he did technically uh, acquire them, so they yeah. are his to take. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, these are mine. <laughs> but, um... It was cool. And they do kind of like the... Like, they have a bunch of, like, lamp bulbs, like, set up on the stage, and then they sh- cut them off and they shoot them. It was an outside of, uh, outdoors event. Cool. No light show will ever rival Nine Inch Nails. I have to agree with that. <laughs> Everyone I know who has gone to a Nine Inch Nails show has said it's the best concert. It was, it was, it was pretty was phenomenal. Really good. Arcade Fire was really good too, but nice. Nine Inch Nails oh was. I, I would love to see that. I'm such an old man in terms of concerts I've been to. I've been to Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah. I've been to two Jethro Tull concerts. <laughs> I'm an old, Ooh, old person. Flute. I was like the, the youngest. The Jethro Tull one, did anyone stand up? Yeah, no, they were rocking out. At the, really? The first one I went to, I went to the first one at the Ferguson Center. And you saw them when they came to National, though, didn't you? Yeah. That's cool. Um. But when they were at CNU, the first thing we see, because that was a big, like, almost like a performance venue. That CNU venue is cool. Yeah. And they go, <laughs> and they just go, um, please, for the remainder of the, and this is before they even came on, they go, please, please, no cheering, no flash photography, blah, 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 blah. And the entire crowd just goes, yeah! Just starts <laughs> screaming and cheering. It's <laughs> a bunch of old hippies. No cheering awesome. before a concert. Yeah, that's weird. That makes yeah. no sense. That's, that's weird. Oh, that hurts my feelings. I guess it's that, I don't know. I can't think of any concerts I've ever been to where they sit down. I mean, I've been to like orchestral concerts where you, I went to. Um, you well, sit in when I went to the National for Jeff Toll, they there was it was all seated on the floor. Yeah, and then all the raised platforms were standing. A lot of shows I've been to yeah. at the Pavilion in Charlottesville have seats. Yeah, not everybody true. sits in them, but there's always something. Well, around. Fridays everyone's sitting down because everyone's sure. drinking. Yeah, but, I see. Um, I have two interesting seat experiences. One that was intentional. 
Um, I saw a Cerebralis um, do a solo <laughs> Did someone tour. cut your hamstring? Yeah, yeah exactly. No, 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 you'll get what I mean in a second. So I saw Sarah Borales a few years ago at 930 Club. That was seated. No surprise there. I've never seen a show. Okay. Um, Who's Sarah Borales? I don't know who that is. Um, she's the, uh, Her main pop single was Love Song a few years ago. Not going to write feel like that woman singer-songwriter. Um, she's really, really good. That's funny because Jethro Tull has a song called Love Song. So just I feel like that's pretty Supplanted common. that. I think um, that's the name of that song. For- yeah. Love me. Then love the other one. Say that you love me. Is that her? No. Uh, no, but that uh, song's called Love Song too. Yeah. Um, the other one, one was... Um, 2008, I went to Mayhem Fest, which was like the the spiritual successor to Ozfest. I saw um, Macedon and Macedon. Slipknot. Oh, that's awesome. And <laughs> so, yeah, it, so the, the probably the show I have Did ever I ever tell to. you about when I went to Ozfest? I th- you, I think and so, the main yeah. stage was Marilyn Manson, yeah. Disturbed, Corn, and Black Sabbath. Well, was, I like it. Yeah, really it's one of those people. It's Black Sabbath. Um, but I like that. We, no, had, I like we had to buy seated tickets. And you had to stay in like your seated range mm. for the entire show, so I couldn't go in the pit or anything. I had to stay in E five, yeah, for my show. Fucking E five. Ozfest uh, actually had a lot of seats as well. Alex E five. Yep. Checkmate. Because because why they didn't want you moshing? No, um, you had to pay a different price for yep. pit t- pit tickets. I got elbowed in the face at the Disturbed show at the National. And then I was like, you know, I don't really like Disturbed anymore. <laughs> that band is awful. I got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, it, you know, I was in high school. I was I was into them in high school. I'll give you that. They, I will say, so I, I was never a big Disturbed fan, but when I saw them live, they actually put on a good show. Um, they put their heart into it. They just made feel it. the same way. Like Korn, Korn, actually, I've seen multiple times live because they put on a fantastic live show. It's just, I, how come, and take me seriously right now, there's never been a Korn Mortal Kombat Collaboration because they both use K for C's and it seems like it would make the most sense and be the coolest thing. I'm actually surprised there's got to be some kind of promo video or something from a soundtrack somewhere where where Korn is paired up with Mortal Kombat. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I just think it's, it's, come on. Corn can lean into how. I haven't listened to Corn in years, but it would not surprise me. I don't know. Ed Boon hates Corn. <laughs> Ed Boon has been making games for a while. It's Tool He's all successful. the way. <laughs> I like Tool. Tool's got I like Tool. I like Tool a lot. I went through a big Tool phase. They got a good basis. I knew a guy with an amazing school. basis. And I like Primus at the same time too. So yeah, Primus is great. This is are, are we upset that Lemmy's dead? I am. Wait, what? Lemmy, Lemmy died. died. Lemmy died. When? Like a week ago, yeah. or a couple days From ago. From yeah. Lemmy. He's dead. Yeah. From Motorhead. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. Motorhead. Yeah, Motorhead. Yeah, Motorhead. Motorhead. Originally in Pantera. Yes. Lemmy, Lemmy Kilmister was in Pantera? I think so. Was he? I don't think so. I think was, was it just, Ma- just Motorhead? I think it was just Motorhead. I didn't realize, no, I didn't realize he'd died. Was it called Hawkwind? I was bummed when he died because it's like the end of an era, man. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. The, dude's, dude's completely pickled on the inside right now. So like, <laughs> I'm, I mean, impressed I'm surprised he made it. He I'm actually yeah. very surprised he made it this far. But yeah. also, what do, you, what do you mean are we bummed he's dead? What? <laughs> Uh, I've been well, holding a vigil know. at my I house. Because really you guys are talking about these bands and no yeah. one said Motorhead, so I, didn't uh, know. I, think, I think you're like asking, like in general, like are we sad yeah. when someone dies? I, I, should, well, <laughs> I was thinking about this recently, as far as like celebrity deaths go. We're, I'm now reaching an age where the celebrities that I grew up with are starting to get Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, when Ryan Davis died, right? That Mason and I off just like he's one of the giant bomb guys. Oh, but he was like thirty, late thirties. He died young. He had sleep apnea. Yeah, one the late. When the when the younger Robin Williams folks, fucked me up too. Yeah, that Robin Williams fucked me up too. Yeah, Robin Williams, I think Robin Williams fucked the, like I was on a conference call for like a uh, a board meeting for the, the Virginia Boat Club, 
and I read it and I was just like, fuck. And they're like, what Mason? Yeah. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> so Robin Williams, a lot of the, mental health issues that Robin Williams struggled with in his life are things that I can identify with either through myself or family members. Yeah. And so that was, I always felt a connection to him through his work, through his, his well, and what people would write about him. You would, you, you, there was this other side of him that was very apparent. And yes. like people, like Santa comedians talk about him all yes. the time where he's the super, that, that, that his manic moments, anxious. And, and no, yeah, I totally, but, I uh, but, but yeah. So when Robin Williams passed, especially because of how, how it was and how it went down that that definitely struck a chord with me um for sure well and then the, the just the outpouring of like you see everything that he's in and they only put together like the best yeah. elements and you're like geez man guy was guy was a he had an energy and you know say what you will about so recipes living you know <laughs> so recipes living yes yeah but at least i mean let me lived let I mean, Rob Williams lived, but well, like, let me live. Let me, let me, let me live. live. <laughs> I saw a picture today on Reddit of Lemmy with two topless women. And they're just like walking down the street in broad daylight. I'm like, let me yep. live. Yep. Um, oh, God. Have you guys seen Californication? I had yes. really like Californication. Um, I, I love that show. I watched Great all show. seven seasons over the course of, I think, like a month. My dad likes that. The, the, the season where um, whatever rock star that is dies and they have the funeral. Like, that's why I picture Lemmy's funeral would be like, oh, for yeah. sure. completely ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. Uh, even when they posted, they're like, just remember him having fun. Yeah. Just imagine, like, I mean, Ozzy, Ozzy like, imagine all the people that are going to be at that wedding or at that wedding, at that funeral. Wait, genuine question. Is Ozzy still alive? Yeah. 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 Okay. He was saying how bummed out he was. Have you seen that Oz? So people have done, like, he submitted himself. This might not be true. I heard, I don't know where I heard it. Did you tell me this, maybe? I don't know. The Ozzy Osbourne people want to test him because they can't believe how much he can withstand. In terms of chemically, just like yeah. the, what his body has been through, and like how people are like, you should be dead. Like, just <laughs> all stats point to dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah but let me, I mean, well, what about the guy from R- Rolling Stone? Mick Jagger? No, not Mick Jagger. The, uh, Keith Richards? Richards. He he should be a dead man. Well, he's, Keith yeah. Richards yeah. talks he's, like he's dead. He's though. had a lot of blood transfusions from like yeah. young people to get young. I'm the of the Lazarus. If Keith totally Richards does. looks at that painting of himself, he's gonna age. Yep. That's a cool movie, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Come on, that movie's okay. Portrait of Dorian Gray. It is that he's in League of Extraordinary. I am talking about that. I really want to read the comic. The comic's really good. Yeah. Dan. Um, Mason. Hey, Dan. Hey, Mason. Hey, Dan. Hey, what have you, you been playing, Dan? Uh, so, much like last time we spoke, I've been playing Fallout. Gotcha. I've been playing nothing but Fallout. I've been playing a lot of Fallout. You, you went down uh, deep. Did you get any work done this week? No. no I, got, <laughs> I got no work done. I so much better. It's I, a week off. It's I, all your weeks off. I... No, Let's put it this way. Point out where I can't use that. Excuse. The only time I wasn't playing Fallout was when I was traveling. When I was seeing sisters. Two days out of, yeah, uh, but <laughs> even then, I had to turn off Fallout so we I could was leave to Fallout go. Theater. Um, but no, I I have now played. Uh, considering I've been gone, I've, I think I've had the game for three weeks, and I've been gone for a week and a half. So I really had the game for a week and a half. Uh, I've put fifty four hours in. Good for you. So. I you. have played. You're a god among men. I have. I have played a lot of Fallout oh, Four, and it was really scary to me real, to realize I've put 54 hours in because I'm hardly anywhere into the main storyline, uh, and there's still so much more stuff that I know I'm going to do. So it would not surprise me if, when all is said and done, I've put over 
I'd probably say about 120 hours into this game. Yeah, we'll see. That but I would it, probably it, guess that on the light side for you. I yeah. put that. I put at least that into Skyrim. So yeah, I put I put something around 200 in Skyrim. That was wow. over the course. Of, that was over the course of about a year. Wow. Um, see, I, I would go on on periods of uh, like two or three months where I play and I take a break and then repeat. When I first got Skyrim, I played. I got Skyrim the day it came out. Played it very much like I'm playing Fallout right now. Loved it. Uh, unlocked every achievement on Xbox Live. Nice. Um, got to every location in the game and did what I perceived to be every quest. Uh, and then I stopped playing. So after about three weeks, I'd put 99 hours in. And in what Skyrim? Skyrim. Okay. And then I didn't I get I didn't get any of the download. I didn't get any of the DLC. Uh, for it. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, and um, and so I did put a lot of time into Skyrim, but then once once I put the time into the original game, it stopped. So I didn't do any of the DLC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with Fallout, and and that's I haven't really done any crafting. I mean, I've done crafting. Oh, I fell down the crafting hole. Yeah. Hard. See, I know that I will. Um, like in terms of housing, or terms, in terms of, of housing, okay. I've I've done I've both. done mods on my weapons. Um, yeah, way into it. But I Sorry. I have not I. My primary settlement is Sanctuary Hills, and I put a prefab house there, and I've got different storage units for my different things. Um, yeah. But uh, I have not yet. I I have a feeling that feel Star uh, Starlight Hills Drive-In is probably going to become a place where I do some like definite uh, kind of Minecraft style mm-hmm. crafting because it's just you can get rid of. I don't know if you if you found Starlight Hills Drive-In. Oh yeah, it's a drive-in, so you can basically scrap all these cars, and you've got this big flat land that you can just do stuff. You in. do that through the Minutemen quest, right? Uh, it's one of them. Uh, well, yeah, actually, I, the I stumbled upon it um, before a Minuteman quest, but yes, um, uh, I'm more of a dig guy. But... I'll, yeah, I'll probably do dig. <sighs> what is dig? Just carry what on. Dig? Just carry on. All right, don't satisfy you. Stumble him. upon them. I will probably do D-I-double-G, dig the preeminent Reddit. Oh. Moving on. I'll probably the castle. I think I'm probably gonna do some building there as well. Castle's cool. Yeah, castle's castle's cool. you can buy that sweet golf rifle there too. I, I have 64 it. hours in Fallout. Yeah, uh, I um, but I feel like I accidentally played 64 hours of Fallout. So I hate the AI in terms of like the the um the, the sanctuary the settlement AI. So do you hate the AI or do you hate the way they service the AI? You know. So do you know that you can assign? That's what I did. And, but what? Yeah. So I have two stalls. And I assigned two people to both of them, and only one is ever at the stall. You mean like a, mm-hmm. a, a vendor stall? Yeah. That's where, because my guy's always there. Yeah. My guy's never there, and I just think that AI is You broken. should just fire him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Take him out back. Wait. But have you, pistol. So you can give people clothing. <laughs> so some guy yeah. assigned the clothing away from hats anyone. to every <laughs> one of their persons, and they, like... All the all the people that work the vendor shops wear bowler hats, and all the people that do oh. the scavenging wear newspaper boy hats. Did, you, did you find the Vault Tech salesman? Yes, I found in, him in Good Neighbor, and you can send him back to Sanctuary. I found him in a yeah yeah yeah. So he's yeah, he's, he's in Vault Tech. No, he's like really bummed out because you look really good, and he's like he's like he's a ghoul now. Yep. Oh, is that guy? Yeah. From the beginning yeah. of the, the guy from the beginning yeah. oh, that, awesome. that sells you the vault. You can you stumble across him in Good Neighbor. I, I love uh, Good, and Neighbor. he's really sad because he's like. He's like, after everything went down, I didn't have a job anymore, and I just really want a job. And so you can send him back to Sanctuary Hills, and if you go back there, you can give him a job, and you can assign him to stuff, and he gets really happy. And yeah. just, is, it, is his voice the same, or is it like he's all ghoulified? ghoulified? He is ghoulified. But he's got the same exact outfit. Outfit. 
Outfit. I mean, outfit. He's pretty husky. I've unlocked, I've unlocked all of the companions except for one, um, whom I have not encountered yet. I believe he. I believe he's a main story companion. So. Did you? Um, oh, okay. Was it? Okay. It's. It's. I've seen him in a flashback. I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but I've seen him in a flashback in a certain segment where you are kind of flashing but not, back. But not your flashback. But not my flashback. Got it. Okay. Yes. So I've seen him yeah. very briefly. And I know, I know from reading that he is a companion. I have not unlocked him yet. Yeah. Um, he is the only one I haven't. I've got everyone else. Uh, I haven't really gone with anybody. Who do you like? I go. I, I companion with Curie. Um, mostly. I don't, know. I don't have Curie. I don't either. So she she has an Oz. It's she is someone that's hard to find. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But she is she the one? She is she's the one. She's cool. She's got a really cool companion quest, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it because I really urge you to. Do it because uh-huh. um, it's really cool. Uh, but yeah, she is um, also what I really like about her. Well, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but but she's uh, she's got a very similar perspective to me in terms of the game, uh-huh. which I like. I appreciate. That's why I like. So you can you can steal everything, and then she won't. No, off of no, I'm not. I'm not. I don't steal. Um, I'm I not, do. I, I I did when I played Fallout Three. Um, in this, I don't. Well, I feel like so. in this one, the economy you can kind of. Exploit to the point where you don't need to steal. Yeah, no, I sell. I, I sell a ton now. of stuff, mm-hmm. and I've got. Actually, Deacon gets mad at you when you steal. Some like of them De- do. Deacon so, says Nick. The only one who the only one who doesn't really is uh, Hancock. Is uh, I don't know if Hancock I does. love Hancock. Um, oh, but Hancock. McCready, Smith? McCready yeah. does not. No, not only does McCready not get mad at you if you steal, he actually likes it if you steal. Like if you go somewhere and steal, McCready. That's a guy in new good neighbor, right? He's McCready in the, is he's in good neighbor. McCready was actually in Fallout Three. Um. So remember in Fallout Three the settlement that was all children. Yes, that's him. He's the mayor in Fallout Three. <laughs> He's like thirteen year old mayor. Yeah, yeah. and apparently wow. in the ten years because Fallout Three takes place in uh, twenty one sixty seven, and this takes place in twenty one seventy seven or twenty one seventy seven twenty one. It's Big Town, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so now he's an adult, and he's gone from uh the the capital, capital wastelands up to the Commonwealth, and he's he's uh. His perk apparently is uh, someone added a few extra zeros in programming. So when oh, you no. unlock his perk, his perk is supposed to be a twenty one percent or twenty percent increase to headshot accuracy. Uh, but oh, apparently they added the a few extra zeros. So basically, once you get him in Vats, you could pretty much do headshots all the time. Um, so I, I haven't really tried to unlock his perk because I don't. It's, what is this? Oh, that. the synth one. You do more damage. Uh, no, Nick there's Allen. so much that. They need to fix. It. I, yeah, I don't think I don't think they're ever going to fix it. I don't know. Uh, what are you asking about? Nick, Nick's perk is um, an increase to hacking terminals. It's not that's very, yeah. it's not very good. I like um, Deacons. Deacons makes uh, you get a stealth percentage crit. You know, you get like four point yeah. five. So now my stealth attacks do five point two percent. So what kind of? So let me ask you this, just because we can do this without talking about spoilers. Um, since we've all played Fallout, uh, some of us more than others. I mean, we've talked about spoilers on this podcast, so that's um, true. But um, I still haven't. Played, I, I still haven't played most of the main quests. So I'm likely not going to play Fallout Four again, so I don't care. But I okay. still want to be. So my question it, was: what What kind of character are you creating? Like, what? How are you structuring your perks? Um, what is their special stats? What kind of character are you creating in this post-apocalypse? All right. Um. My, so, in terms of like, are we including like? Uh, dialogue choices too. Yeah, do uh, yeah. Because I'm yeah. always like straight laced. What's like, like your like? Yeah, yeah. yeah what's like, what's your, your character sheet yeah. for D and D? Are you yeah. chaotic yeah. good? Yeah, and no, it's it's probably and like, what perks and why? It's actually yeah. It's, it's either chaotic good or neutral good because it's like you know I'm going to pick I'm going to be moral, but if like 
if there ever comes a time where I need to act outside the law, I'm going to do it. So like, which is why I don't like how Nick gets upset when I steal stuff because I don't steal stuff a lot. Yeah. But if I need to steal something, I'm going to steal it. I need these microfusion, or what are they called? Yeah. Microfusion cells. Microfusion cells. I don't think they're fusion cells. Fusion, fusion cells. Microfusion yeah. cells are in. Three. Well, fusion cells are, are ammo for the fusion weapons. That's fusion core. Fusion core is That's for your power armor. Um, which the best indication of this was in the Fallout 3 mission with the antagonizer and the mechanist. You remember mm. that mission? I love that whole sequence. So there's, so Man, Fallout 3 was good. you come across a town where it's being terrorized by these two people. They're called the mechanist and the antagonizer. And the mechanist is this guy who has a robotic suit that he built himself. Mm. And he's the superhero and antagonizer is the supervillain that they fight he's each other. Ant. I and do remember. Antagonizer is this woman that can telepathically control the giant ants. Uh, the wasteland. Oh, that's great. So there are a couple ways you can beat this mission. Because the townspeople are like, I don't care how you do it, just take care of these people. Yeah. So you can do the peaceful route where you can talk to both of them. That's well, what I did. Talking to the mechanist is relatively easy because he's in town. So you just go to him and you say, if your speech is high enough, you say, hey, can you stop? fucking around he's like okay yeah I'll, I'll stop and then he like drops his suit and he leaves and then you have to go through the antagonizer's lair and fight through all these ants and find her and there are a couple ways you can take care of her um you can talk to her obviously there's a building kind of like how hubris comics is in the commonwealth there's a comic mm-hmm. shop in the capital wasteland where there's a special issue of or or there's a un unfinished script of Grognak the Brand mm-hmm. where the mi- villain was the antagonizer. Um. If you find that script, you go, hey, did you just rip off your idea of a supervillain from the script that you found? And uh. then, you know, and then she gives up her ways. That's cool. But if you just talk to her peacefully, the only way she gives up her ways is you need to bring me the suit, the suit of the antagonizer. Yeah. Well, I had just fought like 20 minutes through this fucking lair of doing all this. So I was like, no. And I just shot her. Because <laughs> I'm, because at that point, I was being such a pragmatist. I was like, I just want this mission to end. Yep. <laughs> um, That's cool. So if, if that's basically how I play Fallout, that yeah. I will be, I will be a morally just person up until, or if the story asks for it, like I will be, I will take the hard route if, yeah. Um, but in terms of stats, um, or are there any perks that stand out to you that I always get bloody mess? Yeah, I as, never as, get blame as, as soon as I can. What's the description for blame mess? So blame mess it blows people up when you kill <laughs> yeah. them. It gives you increasingly higher percentage of damage. damage. It's a good damage. purge, but I don't like the way it looks. Yeah, and so... This is just like, ridiculous. It's just it's just giblets everywhere. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that old, that's a holdover from the isometric one. Yeah. yeah. And it sucked in New Vegas because there's a mission, one of the DLCs, we, oh no, in the main game, where you had to collect yeah, people's head. And literally their head and bring it to them. Oh. So if you had bloody mess, there's a proc chance of you blowing you up their head. head. Yeah. And so you'd fail that mission. Um, Oops. So I, I, so in terms of stats, I always max out charisma first. Me too. Yeah. Charisma and then. Um, I'm low charisma. Yeah, really, really interesting. I'm low charisma, but I always I hate failing the speech checks. But yeah, I carry because the but I carry. Uh, I have a Reginald suit, which He's is always three drinking. charisma, uh, and a bowler hat and glasses. And so, right so before I go in, I just change. Costume. So I just change. <laughs> but I have, I have. So I pass all the checks, yeah. but I've got fairly low charisma, and that way I can put my stuff into other things. Yeah, you're I, letting people think you're smarter than you are based on what you're wearing. I've got high intelligence. Yeah. So, so I know right. I, I do right now. Actually. So it's always it's like in order. I probably like charisma, intelligence. Perception, mm-hmm. perception, intelligence probably swap places, but I always try to have high perception. And then yeah. strength, I like keep in the middle value, and then I 
start boosting that as soon yeah. as I can. So I my strength is always the lowest one. My strength is low, and I actually just found something agility. that's related to a mission that uh, the grognak suit. No, it's no. it's. I'm not going to get into details because it, it's it's really cool. But basically, it gives you plus five. Uh, it's it's something you can take that gives you plus five strength, and you can get as it, as many of them as you want. Wow. Um, and wait, is this from the Cabot House? Okay, it's an option yeah. in Cabot House. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, okay. So I can I can't see where you're going. I know. Um, I know about the serum. But okay. I don't know. So, um, but uh, I tried with this one. I actually decided to focus on um endurance. And so I've got, I'm, I'm really hard to kill. And normally I focus mm. on being something that I get, I'm better at killing or I've never been a self player in Fallout, but, uh, I decided with this one, I'm, I'm really going to focus on. So I've got all the perks that, you know, I, I can eat anything without radiation poisoning. Yeah. Really? Can, you just took the, I can, I can, I've I got, got the, like yeah. plus, plus 40 HP, yeah. uh, really? during, Daytime well, between like seven a.m. and I've got what is it, Sunwalker or something? Where Daywalker? It, day, yeah. yeah, it's plus two perception, plus two strength during the day. Uh, Do you have the night one too? I don't have the night so one. So are you a, a melee oriented character? Or? No, um, but then on top of that, I'm now focusing. I've got my uh, the rifle perk that any rifles, so the increased damage. So I've got three levels I have that of that. Maxed out. Um, so pretty much, I can go into any fight. And I'm also, I'm a big scavenger. Um, just, that's how I play. And so I've always got tons and tons of food. And so I can pretty much go into any fight and just, you know, even if they start to tear me down, I just eat a bunch of food, get my health back up, and then just keep shooting until it's, I kill them. Is Dan being real with bullets in his stomach? It's just one hand on the bottom shot. Hand, hold on. Like the cinnamon bun. Hold on, I need some fancy lady snack cakes. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> now, where were we? So that's so oh, weird because I've good. only ever played Bethesda Bethesda games. Period. As like, I am going to exploit stealth. the stealth system. Yeah, so I'm see. on the hardest difficulty right now because yeah. I can one shot everything. Right. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I'm on very easy. Really? I, 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 I crank it all the way up because you get more you legendary should. enemies. And yeah, I'm I'm in the middle. Um, I I do it right in the middle. So we 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 cannot play any different more and besides the charisma thing. But like, I always play as the guy that I sneak in and I get pissed off if like if I get caught at all. I have to reload because I want to play like I play Dishonored where I'm like, I'm going to go in and no one's going to know where I oh, you am. Play, you play that way too? Yeah, that's how I play. I fucking love Dishonored. That's, that's why yeah. I like um, the Tomb Raider games because they let you play stealthy too. No. Yeah. Fallout is um, a stealth. I'll go yeah, play Metal Gear or Assassin's Creed. For me, Fallout Well, is... Metal Gear Solid Five is the most I've played game this year. Uh, for me, I go I go in and I just go gun blazing. I really enjoyed the stealth in Skyrim, but Fallout, yeah. the Fallout games, not really. Ooh, yeah. but you get silenced weapons. Yeah. It just takes too long. See, I got really yeah. into the weapon crafting. Like, yeah. Did you unlock all the all the weapon perks? And I'm on. I have to get the last one. So I'm level 37 right now, and level yep. 39 is the last one. And then I can put a uh, silencer on a combat rifle that's like super overpowered, and then I actually am. And I can put a silencer on the Gauss rifle. So you, there's no stopping me. Do you guys use the power armor much at all? No, I have not used it once since I use it to go to the um the nuclear the, oh, the sea, glowing sea. Glowing sea. Have you done that yet? Uh, that's the next I've got yeah. in the main story. That's like the so main. You're gonna need, but I've got a hazmat suit. Yeah, and it, it's I've not got, as bad as they lead it on. Like there are yeah. parts that are, the radiation is way worse than that. Like it, it'll tick away at you. But like, well, I've also got oh, all the endurance. <laughs> I've got, well, I've got all the endurance, and I don't take radiation poisoning as much. And I've got that serum that we talked about, right? Which is uh, negative thirty six hundred 
rads. Oh, okay. But, so take it like but right at the what end. it does is it actually it takes off 10 rads every second for, uh-huh. what, three, three hours? I can't do that. Um, but yeah, so, so you can pretty much just have like that and go gallivant around the glowing city. And I really like the radiation system though. It's a cool mechanic. Yeah, I, I think it's great. Well, and especially it's, since it's, it's at this time. It, the fact that, you know, once it gets to a certain point, it just means that your health can only go so high. And so you have to kind of, it's a cool balance back and forth. that sacrificing, um, Smart. or you can just, you know, get all the perks that I have so I can go swim in the water and I can drink, you know, Dirty water. You're just and this get big, my health back. Dumb. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not big. My, my strength isn't very good. Oh, my intelligence is very high. This, this, you're just a scrawny yeah. little kid. Yeah. Just like, yeah. It's eating shit. And right, I mean, it just smart. looks great. Da, 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 da. I can't feel like 17 year old Mason. Hey, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh. I'm indestructible. Yeah, so that's how I've been playing Smart. Oh, that's the reason I like the high intelligence, and that was one of the things I did early on, is because it gives you higher XP. And so it allowed, it's allowed me to level up pretty quickly. I like that idiot savant perk. I don't have it, but just the concept yeah. is funny. I've heard of it. <laughs> the lower your intelligence, every kill you have a chance to proc idiot savant, and then you get like five times the XP. Yep. So I think it's I think it's a cool mechanic. I obviously don't have it because my intelligence is. At six. I don't have it because I'm not an idiot like you, man. <laughs> but, you know, well, that sounds game, great. I mean, yeah. Let's see. That's. I like, wish I could enjoy I the, the charisma, TV you watch, so. but I can't <laughs> sell myself with that. I have no charisma, so I can't talk to anybody. But <laughs> pinky out. So, in terms of story stuff, the best thing I came across was, so I remember there there being a a joke with um, Firefly, how, like, everyone speaks Chinese, but there are no Asian people in Firefly. (laughs) Oh, God, you're right. Um, But, and it's the same thing in Fallout, like, how the Chinese are, like... Well, Firefly justifies it, though, because they say that... Everyone's homogenized. Yeah, um, yeah, and one because China became so like, prolific as yeah. a power that it, it was like the same reason that almost everyone knows a few things in English now. Yeah, became that. But okay. Anyway. Well, in this, you one, should watch Firefly, Dylan. Watch Firefly. Have you watched the whole thing? Yeah. How do you not know that then? I don't remember that. Oh. No, I don't remember that either. Actually, really? I mean, okay. that, that that watching that was like a blur. So, <laughs> I love yeah. Firefly. Yeah. That's all of it. Like a day. You should play Rebel Space. You should play Rebel Space. <laughs> but anyway, so just Firefly the game in. Oh, Fallout 3, they don't really address that either. Right. Um, but in this one, they do really okay. well with Asian Americans <laughs> yep. in, in Fallout 4. And they give you the backstory on the U- like why bears are called Uguay and all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And get that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's... it's, I think it's the Charles. Because does the Charles like go up and then loop back around? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you follow Charles like towards the glowing sea. And there are like a bunch of houses like on the coastline. And there's one house I went into and there's a terminal and you open up the terminal and it's basically the diary of Anne Frank as written by an Asian American girl. Huh. Before Hmm. she's taken to an internment camp before the war starts. Huh. Interesting. And it's just the most heart wrenching thing. Well, she does. She isn't taken to an internment camp. She's talked because they kind of leave it up in the air because she's talked about how she's scared and how like random people come over. And so they don't make it clear if the bombs have already dropped and raiders are like keep coming by the house trying to steal stuff or yeah. what. But it makes more sense because the, the whole war between the US and China. Yeah, yeah, but she talks about how like, you know, people don't treat her nicely or like they're not allowed to go to certain places. Like they're not allowed to shop at certain places, things like that. But it's just like the most heart wrenching thing. It's one of the things I love about Fallout games and, and Bethesda games in general is just the, the amount of detail they put into providing. So much of this backstory and, and finding a way 
Um, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day where they talked about uh, one of the biggest things about Bethesda games is not their main storytelling, but the ambient storytelling, just mm. the, the way that you pick these few things up over time. Um, and I just love that. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I feel like to me, in, what's weird to me is that I, I just feel like Fallout 3, I had, maybe it's because the first time I had played a game like that, but mm-hmm. that it resonated more in that game for me. And like I said, I still, I still love Fallout 4, but I just feel like Fallout 4 kind of uh, aims you in the direction of that content a little more aggressively. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's before, it, it was more, um, uh, like it, what was it called? A gameplay that's, uh, immersion. Immersion. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, interesting. I feel, I feel the opposite, but that's interesting. Well, what's interesting about Fallout 3, because we were all talking about our experiences with that before, and like my first play with Fallout 3, I was playing it so stupidly, like just like, this game seems silly, let's go do the stupidest thing. So I played, and it was me and my buddy playing it, and we went through the vault, and as soon as we left the vault, we went to Tenpenny Tower. Mm-hmm. And went over there. That's like that's that, that was so well designed though, because I think a lot of people they make it. That's like the first thing you see in the. Vista. Oh, the first thing you see is Megaton. Yeah. Megaton. Tenpenny Tower is right outside Megaton. They're right next to each other. In my can, head, you can, it seemed you can watch yeah. Megaton blow up from Tenpenny Tower. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, we went there and talked about talked to the guy in the smoking jacket, whoever the owner is mm-hmm. of the place, and then we somehow got a baseball bat. And just beat the crap out of the guy with the baseball <laughs> bat. They got a smoking jacket. We're yeah. just running around Ten Penny Tower with a smoking jacket and a baseball bat, and not playing it like nearly as immersively no. as I did when I seriously <laughs> sat down to play it. Yeah, but it was just funny. Like that is my first experience with as a well, game. That's yeah. how it should be. Fallout Three was so a lot of the mechanics were lost on me at first, where I just didn't understand all the stats and all like yep or the and, and same with like Mass Effect and same with um mm. every time I get into a new RPG I have to like Bioware has gets really in depth on a lot of their stuff. Well, they they, they, they don't really tutorialize it very well. No, like, you just, they do you get, not. like so I'm playing Code War Two now, and um <laughs> there's this point where I play a, a Bethesda game or a any RPG really though where I get like an hour or two in and I'm like right, I have to restart. Yeah. Now I understand the mechanics. I need to go and exploit the first half of this game. Yeah, <laughs> um, there's a really good, good. There's a really good Penny Arcade comic of that where it, they it's like a guy wearing um, a Bioware shirt and he brings this other guy who's the player out into this room. The room's just a giant swimming pool and he goes, "This is Mass Effect." It's like <laughs> and play. Or he's like, now swim. He's like, oh, that's really cool. Now how do I? It's like swim. He just pushes him into the pool. And the guy starts running. He's like, help me. Well, Mass Effect One is that where oh, I was like, God. what? I don't understand. The fucking Citadel. I love the Citadel. Like where? Wow. I love it. Yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition is. That's an MMO. What's that? No, no it's not. No, it's no, 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 no. I'm saying like if you look at oh. the quest design in Dragon Age, oh yeah, it's very yeah, yeah, much yeah. like this is this it is, is a World very, Warcraft game, and it's but it's, it's uh, good. But learning some of the stuff, like you said, it's just I mean the, the mechanics take forever to oh, learn. Oh, and, and then you get the whole keep system too, like yeah. halfway through the game. Yeah, I love when games do that though, when they open up systems way late in the game. I thought I was legend. I thought I thought I was like pretty far into that. So game. did I, and, and then, then you go to the flagship chamber. So but, you you liked Fallout Three, and you're pretty sober on Fallout Four. What what happened? So I played chunks of Fallout Three. I played all of New Vegas. Okay, so you played New Vegas. Played, played the fuck, which out. is not technically a Bethesda game. It's not, it's not at all. It's Obsidian. Yeah. So yeah, um, True Blood. I love Alpha yeah. Protocol. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I played the fuck out of New Vegas and Skyrim. Um, hours and hours and hours into those games. So the gameplay mechanics lack any sense of novelty for me. 
and to the point where actually they feel almost tedious because I've done mm. it so many times. Um, and there's nothing delightful about going through your good boy. Fuck a good boy. Um, I agree. I hate good boy. And at this, maybe it's just that I feel so overwhelmed. Like the, there's so much to do in this game. What's the point of pumping hours into it if I'm not immediately enjoying everything that I'm doing? Really? Because there's just I, there are so many hours that I would have to put in to get to what I want to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I love that though. I love the, like I have to earn the not the fun part, but I'm I'm building to something, and I I don't that doesn't terrify. I, I love that too. Yeah, I think if I hadn't spent so much time with their previous games. I would, I would be totally down for that. Well, and I think that you, you came from New Vegas, and Dylan might. You haven't played New Vegas. Have I you? have not. I've played so, three. I have and I've now obviously played a bunch of four. New Vegas. And played Oblivion and Skyrim. When I first played Fallout Three, and then I went to play New Vegas. I didn't like New Vegas. Um, what? Because that? New Vegas is very opaque. Like it's a so Obsidian, the way they do quest design, they do games. Like you can do a lot. They give you a lot of options, and and ultimately they resolve you know three or four ways, but. You never feel like you're, um, it's so, there's no, Bethesda games are like, this is good, this is bad. Especially Fallout 3, because they had the morality mm-hmm. system. But in New Vegas, you're kind of like, well, who's good and who's bad? So I think yeah, that New that Vegas I is liked. way more layered mm-hmm. than in Fallout, and then going into Fallout 4, it seemed a little more flat. Yeah. It's kind of like bridging the gap between New Vegas and 3. Yeah. I think with Fallout 4, though, there are certain elements that, there is a good amount of ambiguity, which I like. Um, yeah. Especially with the three factions. And the way they messed yeah. that up in New Vegas was that you you weren't, sh- you wasn't, you weren't sure. You wasn't. You wasn't. You weren't sure, like, when the, when you would fuck over another faction. Yeah. And, and it was obvious who the bad one was, the Legion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, NCR kind of seemed weird. Like, I, I, I never really, because it's just militarized, it's New California. Right. And um, I never felt right rallying with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really liked that. I never felt that way. I kind of kind of have that in Fallout 4 because I, I like the Underground a lot. Or the, not the Underground, the Railroad. The railroad. Mm-hmm. But I only like the Railroad because I like Deacon. Mm-hmm. I just like Deacon. I like having Deacon with me. But also, the problem with 4, and I talked about this before on the one on the spoiler one I talked about, is that like you yourself, like as the player, know where you sit, or you like you can emote like how you feel about each one of these. But, but yeah, the, no the avatar never emotes well enough. So like when you deal with the institute, it you never react. He never reacts. Like they haven't like, gotten to the institute yet but, at all. But there are a bunch of gaps in there, like the way he should be feeling about this entire situation, specifically yeah. with the institute. Like the other two, like he's a little more distance from. Right, but you, you think I think that you want something out of that father son thing too. That I don't know, because you seemed like you were high on that. Because, like I said earlier, when I walked out, my son could have been no spoilers, no spoilers. I don't need to. No, 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 Dan. The beginning of the game. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. He's uh, saying like he couldn't care less. Yeah. I, I literally. They're like your, yeah. your son's intro. that way, and I'm like, but the shops over there. Yeah, yeah. dog. Yeah, <laughs> red rocket. I like how they also never name dog meat. He just becomes <laughs> dog meat at some random. No, Nick point. does. Yeah, but he never says, "Oh, let's call him dog meat." He's like, "What about dog meat?" Yeah. But that's when you get a Nick Neeson. Yeah. Nick doesn't name stuff. Nick just calls it what it is. And then, like, if Nick points you know what's you funny? He, he's, was like, dog he's like, hey, you're Frank now. You're like, all right, I'm Frank. I actually kind of <laughs> felt the same way about the kid. I was like, oh, okay, I'm not that connected. But well, because his that's one of the reasons I like. Over and look at <laughs> really like yeah, <laughs> I really like. There's actually a joke. The mobile. There was a joke that. on an IGN podcast <laughs> about uh, they do this. There's this one IGN thing they do with an arena that they 
have constructed this arena that they just go in and command uh, use command lines to spawn different creatures to fight one another. And they're talking about oh, having awesome. like you know let's have three hundred baby shawns and just have <laughs> baby shawns that come in and like. Because they're terrifying. And then the fucking Death Claws. Yeah. They did, they did <laughs> I think that's what it was. I think it was a Death Claw and 300 baby shots. That's awesome. They did that uh, in uh, the Just the Death Claw killed them. Uh, they, they didn't actually do it. They were just joking about <laughs> actually doing it. Fuck Sean. But, but there's a companion Corey. that I felt that connection to that I never felt to the kid. And that's Curie. Um, and her story and how her story is. And just that her pers- personality is very naive for various, for reasons that if you find her and do the quests related to her are, are apparent. Um, and that naivete became very endearing to me. And it's one of the things that, that was where I found emotional connection to characters, um, which I hadn't had in a lot of RPGs since Dragon, the original Dragon Age Origins. I loved that. I actually had emotional connections to some of the characters and I was like, all right. You need to play The Witcher 3. I do. You need to play The Witcher 3 because the whole game about Witcher 3 is Geralt is a, uh, father, Geralt, 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 whatever. White, white guy with white hair. (laughs) White wolf. A white wolf. He's awesome, yep. but it's this, the the majority of the game is you have this father relationship to yeah. uh, Siri, and it's so so well done. Hey Siri, hey Siri. Uh, but yeah, that's good. Um, I, I have a copy. I can lend to you. It's it's on my list. It's a big one. It's gonna be a while. It's a big. It's gonna be a while till I get to that. But I it still, is on my list. I thought I was far into it, so I looked up kind of like just. I've heard that you you think you've gotten so far, and all of a sudden, just like I haven't even been to the other part of the world. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard about that. They um talking about what you're talking about about spawning the using the command line. They did that for Polygon, where uh, Griffin McElroy was like, you know what, I'm I'm just gonna fix this right now. And he goes, he finds the item uh, ID for Sean. He spawns Sean. Sean's a ghost. He's like, ah. That's pretty good. That's why I I did like um who's the guy Hancock or who's Hancock's the ghoul. No, no, no. Who's? God damn it. No, the <laughs> the guy that you Deacon. you you probably have another mission, so Kate. I won't spoil too much. But the guy that you get the revolver from. Yeah, you oh, get it from Deacon. Uh, no, not Deacon. No. Oh, the revolver. Oh, Kellogg. Kellogg. He's yeah, been, I've he's done that. that. I've done that. I really like that, Kel- whole that whole. Yes, that whole, that whole sequence was fantastic. That I arc was, that was really, great. and that was I had never seen Bethesda do something like that, where I was yep. like, man, you introduce this character, and then you you. You force because in games you can force point of view. You know yep. what I mean through storytelling, mm-hmm. and then you completely make me feel bad about it. Yep. And I really, like, I thought that was really yeah, well that was great. You felt horrible by the end of that memory sequence. It, it bummed yeah. me out because that was such a good high that I think is early on in the story, and I'm not sure I haven't seen anything like that. If you get yeah. to the institute, really, yeah, because right. like the All second right. you get in, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really close to, get to getting into there. I, I, I fought the precursor, or whatever they're called, coarser, coarser, precursor, precursors. <laughs> Wait, what are those I from? Fought the, I fought the Forerunners. What are the precursors from? Are yeah. they from Mass Effect? Or uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, that's right. Uh-huh. Ancient alien oh, precursor yeah. race. Have you yeah. played Mass Effect? No, I haven't. It's, it's, one of my, it's one of the series. I love Bioware games. But I've got Mass what Effect What Bioware too. game do you like besides Dragon Age? Dragon Age. We're, we're now... Well, and also uh, Baldur's Gate. Jade Empire. Baldur's Gate. I never played Jade Empire. What about Nice of the Old Republic? Never played Gotor. So that's another good thing. Yeah, like so yeah. Nice Old Republic, Bioware, Nice Old Republic Two, Obsidian, and I heard Nice mm-hmm. Old Republic Two is terrible. Oh, it's just buggy. No, it's not. It's uh, awesome. It's just buggy. It's also wait for it, not canon anymore. It's yeah. still so but much. Kotor better. I think it's better is? than nope. Kotor One. No, not do this. Really? Nice Old Republic Two is. I've heard playing, a lot I'm of playing it again right now, and now that like you can download all the mods that make yeah. it high resolution and fix all the bugs, so it's yeah. fine. But. Kotor 2 is, is, I think it's a better game. I'll, I'll give him a shot. Yeah, I've never played him. The so that's that's so the problem random. with being someone who loves RPGs, is RPGs are so 
That's involved right. and they take yeah. so much time that it's yeah. like, you know, there I, I can only be I can only do one RPG at a time. Yeah. Uh, so, so right now it's Fallout for me. And we probably should wrap up at some point. Um last thing. Last thing. Well, because we're we're having another podcast next week because I have much of what I want to talk about, but we're not yeah. gonna get to this time. Is it so I've been playing Undertale, which you've played. Still at the same point as it was last time. Was okay, I played more of it. I think I'm on the last part. Oh yeah, I got. I'm like burning through it. I, I feel like how, I long, how many how, would you, how many hours would you say it's taking you to to get through it? Three and a half. Oh, okay. that's it. Oh, hold on. That, that, so, that, that I know like, probably, the, the max is like five. Yeah. Oh, so you can you can play uh, four. Uh, four. Oh well, then I'm gonna okay. I'm I'll download Undertale. It's on sale right now. So you need to get it for tomorrow. Yeah, but it's on sale. I almost bought it tomorrow. Tomorrow to buy it when you come. I'll buy it when you come. Because I want to talk about because there's a lot that I really like about it. Undertale made me appreciate the Telltale games more because I was so invested into Undertale because I liked the narrative mm. and I hated it mechanically. And I want to talk mm. about it more when you play it because I think that there's a lot yeah. of story that we should talk about that's cool and a lot that's like, I don't want to ruin it more because I think the, the fun thing about Undertale is a surprise about it. That's what it. everybody's told me. And I don't uh, want to take, I don't, there's nothing about it, but I really, really, really just got, okay. I, I probably haven't gotten there yet because the story is still very ambiguous and i've also it gets, well it doesn't really solidify to like right at the end you're like oh fuck okay. so mason showed me a picture of where he was i was like i haven't gotten there yet and then when i booted my save it was literally one screen over and i was like oh <laughs> that's, that's all right funny. i'm here yeah there yeah. is a there is a line though that i'll tell you what i him where you, that you go up to this bear in this town and he's like mayor i should run for mayor and then you talk to him again and it just says politics period <laughs> <laughs> and that's all he ever says that's awesome now you change you come back oh you. that's awesome so I would recommend. I think we should play yeah, Undertale before I'll the next time. I'll do that. And yeah. it's, if, it's, if that's all it takes, I can blow through that in a day or two. Right. So. I don't know if I have time, time because I have that. class all week. I end Saturday. Well, what time do you get out of class? Like one. Actually, like, like two hours into the game. Yeah. Make it happen. Like two. Do it. No. Do it for the podcast before before the before we do it lose. for the vine. Or you're off on Fridays, aren't you? Mm-hmm. That was just because of New Year's. Uh, yeah, you make it work. What time do you get out of class? I got one, but then I have two chapters to read. And I have to finish Creativity Inc. And I have my case study after finish. Wah. Wah. You'll finish it. You'll find it. You'll find a way. Life finds a way. There's a will. Undertale <laughs> finds a way. Life, uh, hey, I believe in finds you. A way. You just don't just stay up late one night. All right, <clears throat> Alex, you have anything else? Mason, why do you hate gay people? It's a lie, and you're a liar and a racist. <laughs> All right, Dan, anything else from you? That's it. Dial on. <laughs> no. no. Why would you do that? That was the first I, a scraper. Uh, ooh, one thing though. <laughs> <laughs> when you're watching movies, um, you know the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, yeah, Wilhelm scream. Yeah, yeah. So there's also another sound bite that's like the Wilhelm scream, where it's almost every police scanner comes and saying the same thing. And it's like three or nine. There's a something oh, in progress. Really? It's always the same exact one. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. So now, now I'm gonna ruin it for you. But pay <coughs> you have to listen to Nightcrawler or watch Nightcrawler. Again. I doubt they do Nightcrawler because the 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 scanner is actually it's probably a highly real. I really hate all of you for what you just did with that noise. It, it, it actually gets, it's like nails on a chalkboard, oh, and I'm like sweating wait. inside, and I'm and I'm anxious, and I want to go sweating home. Sweating inside. Ew. Got a game thing. Um, I told you guys about. Um, Are the, you going to do Global Game Jam? Sure. Coming up. Yeah, when, is so, when is that? In January. Yeah, fuck yeah. You should do it. Absolutely. You should do it too. Yeah. I missed the, the okay. last one. You should make music for it. Away. Um, cool. But the new game that I just saw by the development team for Metro Prime, that looks fucking awesome. Oh, um. They announced it uh, two years ago at E3 for the Microsoft Project <coughs> Robots. 
Yeah, robots. Recore. 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 Yeah. That's why mm-hmm. I thought you were That's really fucking cool. That's really good. That and the, whatever the PS4 game is, where it's like prehistoric setting, but with robot dinosaurs. Oh you know what I'm talking about? Oh, Horizon Fra- Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. But I like those Zero guys Dark games. <laughs> yeah. So it looks awesome. Basically, it, it looks like Monster Hunter. Um, yeah, sci-fi, prehistoric monster hunting. Cool. It looks great. Post-post-apocalypse. Yeah. Well, let me tell you things that we should talk about that we're going to talk about next week. We're going to talk about... Let's talk about it right now. No, we can't. We one gotta, we more gotta... hour. No. One more hour. No. One more hour. No, it's not... Can I just record it and just cut it and release it later? <sighs> Look at that. Proactivity. All right. All right. We'll do this and then we'll, we'll do the we'll do the one thing, but one I have thing. to eat food. And I work tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, I haven't eaten nothing. Um, favorite gaming moment of this year? Uh, what have I played? Okay, well, you think about it. You guys, are, okay. <laughs> I so I, I have one. Um, playing. Uh, shit. Playing shit. Now I gotta think about yeah. it now. Okay, so and it doesn't. Don't don't. We can we can reconvene next week, but just think about like one that like sticks out to you when you think of like things that you had fun. So my f- probably favorite game moment was um playing the. When I just got Jackbox Party Collection, mm. you know, all people at my house playing it, um, and you can you played at Christmas too. Mm. I that that was like just. I was playing it last night. Played, it's so good. Played Bomper for the first time, and it's so fun. fun. Nice. And it's hard when have you played it? It's the kind of game that I think you can drink and play, and people can anyone can play. It's yep. like it does, it does everything that I like games. You don't have to do. teach people things. You it's like, pick it up and go. The um, but basically you play it with your phone, and it's it's so great. It's so awesome. fun. Yeah, it's great and, party games. Um, we gotta play um, space team. Yes, space teams like that too. When we played it, we played at school, didn't we? Oh wait, is the the bomb thing the one where you have the printed out maybe? No, I have that too. No, I have that. this yeah, is. I don't play. But it's this is kind of like that. You have you played bomb Corp? Yeah, no, Jackbox? that's, that's Jackbox too. too. I've never played that one. It's so, like the, oh, it's in two. Everybody, well. everybody in the room gets different instructions on your phones, mm-hmm. and so it's like you know, player one should cut wire one and three. Player, you know, file one. It's like space team. Player two, f- file one. one actually should reverse to say two uh, and four, and so you're like trying to tell everyone else what to do to get this bomb defused in the time. I Otherwise, it blows play up. Play space oh, team with you or with you guys? No, I've, we, I've never we, played we never space team. Play. With we, we said we were gonna play it. No, I play space team with someone at Branson. All right, so that's probably like one of my highlights. I'll think of like my actual yeah. end game, but I have to think hard. Um, 2015 was like not a great year for gaming for me, just because I didn't play a lot of games. Did school get in the way. School got in the way quite a bit. Um, I'm sure I can think of something beyond just Lara Croft Go, which I hopefully didn't know it too. That shit was phenomenal. Um, what are you doing? New York Times crossword puzzle. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, no, actually, no, I love the New York Times crossword I, puzzle, but think it, uh, uh, the Google Star Wars Google Chrome that was cool. Game, that, that was, was just cool. like everything I wanted. That that was cool. That um, I will have to get cool. back to you on this one, Mason, because yeah. there are a few yeah. contenders hey, for me. Do it again next week. Uh, and in different reasons in different different ways. Um, I will say I will say my immediate thought is this might be a cop out answer, but uh, this was my first year having Xbox Live games with gold available mm. to me um, because I had canceled my gold subscription for a few years. So the last time I had gold was I think two. I've, I've had gold for seven years, but uh, the, the games with gold really only came about this year. And so being introduced to a bunch of free games free quote-unquote no I, um was a really big thing for me and so like child of light i never would have downloaded that game except for the fact that it was free on games of gold and i loved it right and it was fantastic sound design art direction was fantastic so i love um, the spelunky 
Yeah. Uh, so, so that that is a big thing for me, kind of having that year of having games that I probably would not have found otherwise introduced to me and, and found some that I really enjoyed. So Netflixication yeah. of games, watching yeah. things you would never watch. Yep. Dylan? I'm with these guys. I have no idea what I'd, my favorite one is. Oh, uh, and? Uh, some homework, gentlemen. To remember things? The, the Pit head. Boy on my phone. I have to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that. I ain't get it. Yep. Um, I, I, I find it less useful than uh, just pulling it up in game, and so I never use it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the great thing about the podcast is that since I add every game that we talk about that week is that is a great archive of what games I've been yeah. playing. Yes. So I can actually remember. I'm going to just pull my Xbox game list and see like what I've gotten achievements for because that will be whatever I've played the last. Yeah. You want me to tell you? I can tell you what achievements actually, you yeah. got. Yeah, go, well, don't tell me achievements, just games. Tell me all see. your achievements. Actually, yeah, sure. Go for the achievements. Dan did the tutorial. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. So, Alex, uh, activity feed. See, the problem is, so top games... It only goes into ones you've played in the last like month or so. So for you right now, uh, yeah. it only shows Rise of the Tomb Raider, Fallout Four, and Forza Motorsport Six. I love Forza. I played that at home. But it's so good. So actually, good. I can look at your. I'm on Project Cars. I really want Project Cars on Squad today. Nice. Oh, um, Dirt Rock. Dirt I, I, also, know, um, I like how um, Project Cars is basically the city skyline of Forza Car games. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why do you say that? Just because. When did Project Cars come out? It came came out on the heels of like Drive Club being unpopular. Oh, you're saying it's it's the it's the it's the it's the popular it's the one. city skyline to um Sim City. Sim City. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. I see what I, I I can pick up what you're putting down. Yo, this is bad. So the games I, I got achievements in YouTube. Yeah. Well, so my list for twenty fifteen on Xbox, these are the things I played. It's a short list. Uh, not counting YouTube and Netflix. Wolf Among Us, Dragon Age, Borderlands Two, Forza, more Borderlands, Witcher, Halo, Halo, Fallout. Forza, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Not a great year for my Xbox. Have you played Halo 5 yet? Uh, no, I haven't. You're like the big Halo man. I was waiting for you to bring it up. <laughs> Here's... Come on, Halo man. Let me see what I've played this year. I don't know. Answer. Progress. Most recent. So, Jackbox, Fallout, oh, yeah, Evil Within, Credible Adventures of Van Helsing, like that game. What? Banjo-Tooie, Rare Replay. Rare Replay was a highlight for me. Rare Replay. I really want to come for PC. Boggle. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2. Dan alternates between Hardcore Gamer and <laughs> Earthworm, Jam- Earthworm Jam HD, Golden Axe, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You've been busy. That was when, that was when, uh, all the Xbox 360 arcade games oh, became downloadable. Uh, so I, I downloaded them all onto my, my Xbox One <laughs> and it was like, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. <laughs> Numa, Breath of Life, Borderlands 2, Valiant Hurts the Great War. Viva Pinata, the best game of the century. Rayman Legends. Played a lot of Rayman. That was a free one with Games of Gold that I really Rayman enjoyed. Legends Tell me, really great, really great platform. Tell me you guys have played Peggle. I love Peggle. I, I, it's awesome. Dude, it's I played Peggle when there was a WoW add-on that lets you play That's Peggle. That's right, I remember that. And it was awesome. So you, you would get in the flight path and you would just play Peggle. <laughs> or Bejeweled. Uh, so many me. Game of Thrones, awesome. How to Survive, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Dragon Age Inquisition, Perfect Dark, Goat Simulator, Yes, uh, and I, there are a, there are a whole lot of others that I played, but X-Con. that's as nice. far back as X-Con. my Xbox app goes. So. All right, gentlemen. On well, think about my, uh, think about your year. I got it. Okay. Uh, oh, good. You have a moment. Last of Us. I got. Oh, fuck I got, yes. Got on PS4. Probably. I think I played at the beginning of of the year. It was. This. Have you played Last of Us? Have you played Last of Us? No, it's PS4 exclusive. PS4 right? exclusive. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Or, or PS3, PS3, PS4. PS4. Um, it's it's, it's seriously one of the best games. I've heard it's great. And it it's. 
a uh, that's how you end a game. Like yeah. the way they wrap it up oh, is so God. so awesome and so did, ambiguous. Did you watch so the, awesome. uh, the live performance that they did? Yeah, they read oh it. Oh my God, it was so it's good. really good. It's really good. Yeah, I've, heard, I've heard it's great. One of my favorite voice actors. So I'm excited for Uncharted Four based on that. Anything else? Did you see that? Remember that teaser we saw before Star Wars of Uncharted? Yeah, where it was him like sliding across the room. Mm-hmm. The room is collapsing. You see, he's, you think he's reaching for like this ancient gold coin, but then it pans around. And it's his brother, like about to fall off the cliff. Oh. He like, grabs him instead. Very Indiana well, Jones. I never yeah. heard Uncharted. That trailer was good. Beyond a few minutes of Uncharted oh, yeah. Three, I never played. Do it. Uh, I really want to take a shower. Why do you take a shower? Because it's close. Why can't you get close? Because they're all over here. Oh, I'm so. Oh, here we're wrapping up. Do anything else? <laughs> no, stop! 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 <laughs> They like to make a siren noise because they think it's funny. And on that note, the word podcast is ending.